listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Peter Parker. I mean, Charlie. And... Audrey! With special guests once again joining us... Ashley! Wee! And we are going to be finishing off our Spider-Gwen run. Hooray! Yeah, so I don't know know if this is going to take us to the actual end of Spider-Gwen, but this is going to take us to the end of our Spider-Gwen run, at least. So, we had a much more straightforward reading list th- this time. Uh, I, I didn't have to jump Thank between God. four mm-hmm. different comics at all times. Praise the web. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like they stopped doing crossovers at least a little bit, so that was great. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, we have a different li- order this time, and we're going to start off with me. And I don't think we had... Oh, actually, I do have one announcement. We did have a winner in our guest that food Woo-hoo. dinner so that was great yay my friend melanie won and she has given me a selection of who she wants to be on our roll-off tonight good job melanie yeah and then ashley's already sent me hers and then i need to get one from charlie and audrey tonight Mm. also for the record qdoba is better than chipotle yes i will die on this hill i will also die on this qdoba only podcast yes Um, that is correct so Mm. yeah unfortunate for everybody listening as we lose 70 percent of our listeners (laughs) right yeah (laughs) uh chipotle did have the highest vote total but did Mm -hmm. not win so we had two people select quidoba okay Mm -hmm. but then clearly they didn't know us because i have been so obnoxiously brazen about this debate yeah so well as a food inspector and all of chipotle's like outbreaks that they've had there might be a little bias yeah it's possible and I don't like that they lean into like pseudoscience and stuff like that all the time and do like the organic pesticide free, which is oh. in a thing, or no growth hormone mm-hmm. chicken, which is also not a thing. So. Right. I heart yeah. pseudoscience. Yeah, exactly. The drama. <laughs> yeah, the drama. So I, I've never been public about my anti Chipotle feelings. So. <laughs> it was funny because. the breakout uh, podcast. Uh, this is the hottest take my, of this whole run. Right, right. Yeah. My buddy Cody, who knows me quite well and knows how much I hate Chipotle. Me even made a, a comment in the uh, in the post commenting about how much I love Chipotle, so that that could have been a thing. And then he voted correctly on Cordoba, so yes, yeah, he, he uh, skewed public opinion. Yeah, we we, we, we stand Cody. So right. <laughs> also, shameless plug for joining our Facebook group. Yeah, join yeah. our Facebook group. Do it or or our Twitter. Um, currently, wait, wait, what's the Facebook group called? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I think it's just you into the character first podcast. Mm-hmm. Answer the question. Yeah, answer please. the questions. There's, I think there's actually four questions. Okay, answer four questions, please. Yeah, just answer those four questions, and it will automatically log you in. We have quite a few people in there that I actually don't know, so that's fun. Oh, fun. Yeah, a couple. Charlie's added a few people I don't know, and my buddy Paul also went ham and just started adding a ton of people. So, oh, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was mm-hmm. great. Or uh, or follow our Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. Characterverse Pod. We got about one person that interacts with me on that one. So. It's me. Other than the host. <laughs> oh, it, Other uh, than the host. <laughs> I was like, I'm the best fan. So, so we have listener. One listener. There's one listener and it's you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Listener, we're speaking directly to you. Thank directly you for interacting you. with us. I feel like Twitter Jeff. is one of those weird places. <laughs> yeah. Where... <laughs> <laughs> Just pick a name. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So, this week, I was reading Spider-Gwen 19 through 29, so just straight through 10 issues, and it is picking up directly where I left off last time. Cool. So, this is uh, very heavily focused on uh, Gwenum 
which is Gwen with Venom. Gwenum. Yeah. Gwenum. Gwenum. So, so it's the origin of Gwenum and how she got it and then some of the ramifications of it. It's pretty great. I'm so happy to hear this. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. Th- no, this, this was a very good run. I'm going to, I'm going to spoil it right up front. I would give this like a four and a half out of five. I enjoyed, I enjoyed wow. this a lot. So, so first I, I, I guess, I guess second, uh, I really love the art in this. This was a very cool art style. It very much reminded me of to the end, in, into this character verse or wow, into the spider verse. There we go. Uh, into the spider verse movie. Um, it was great. Very cool. And it, there was a lot of like watercolor type things with the, the covers. I, I have quite a few covers I'm going to post as well when right this, on. this one drops. So that's right great. Mm-hmm. And then also the design for Gwenum mm-hmm. was awesome. It was very cool, uh, though the design for Venel Ven Wolverine or Wolverine with Venom, no, oh, um, garbage, sucked. absolutely garbage. <laughs> I feel like you have such a, you can go in so many cool directions with that one, and to mess it up is like a real travesty, right? Well, so his clothes got black mm-hmm. and it had a red stripe on it, and then his hair got black with a red stripe in it, and that was it. What? And, and his he hair looked... got bigger. He got like the bigger, like v- big V hair. Yeah, his he... head looks huh. like a weird boomerang. Yes, huh. mm-hmm. it was very dumb. But Gwenum looked great. Okay. So mm-hmm. anyway, so right where we left off with the team up with Miles Morales, we are getting back into the story with Matt Murdock, aka Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the first half of this uh, will also involve Harry Osborn or the lizard very heavily. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Okay. And remember that uh, the lizard hated Spider-Gwen and, beca- and took some science to get revenge on Spider-Gwen. So that that's going to be important as well. Sorry, I, I didn't mention that before. So I'll, I'll just explain it real quick why this is important. So Spider-Gwen became Spider-Gwen mm-hmm. and then Peter Parker took like the, his radio i think it's either scorpion or lizard i don't remember which one he turned into and then ended up dying a lizard yes mm-hmm. and then harry osborne took the same one as peter parker and actually turned into the lizard wow huh. yes and then ran away so he took it because he wanted to avenge peter for uh spider gwen killing peter or at least that's what he thought in his mind mm-hmm. okay. so he ran away to Madripoor. So this is all kind of like background Ooh, information. Madripoor. Yeah. So we're going to get a little bit of that. So this is all background information before I can even start. Why is Madripoor familiar to me? Because that was in the Captain America Falcon TV show. Or not uh, Winter Soldier oh, and Falcon. Or Falcon the, and Winter Soldier. The crazy uh, pirate place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's more related to X-Men. Yes. And mm. it's like a, a place in their, their comic world that they go to. Wait, was that the, yeah, the island that they made yeah. for themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that evolved into the big crazy city. It is, or is it different? You're thinking of the continent, the living continent. Um, I'm blanking on the name of it right now. That Magneto made. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking yeah. of that. Yeah, okay. no. So okay. this is different. This is a different area. Very different. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. So that was all background just to get started. Sorry <laughs> about that, but th- that's kind of a, a brief recap of some of the earlier stuff that's very important for this one. Mm. So we are still looking at Gwen being hunted by the police pretty consistently, and the public's view of her has shifted quite a bit. So the public's pretty chill with her or whatever. She's just around. The police are still trying to hunt her down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gwen's father, still in jail from last time, Matt Murdock, and her made the deal right at the end so she could get the isotope so she could have her powers right at the end of last time as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we find out that her father doesn't really seem to care about getting out. He more wants to have a stage for speaking. And kind of preach the good word of Spider Gwen. Can I ask oh. what Earth we're in? Or this is in? Earth sixty five. Okay. All yeah. Right. So pretty much all of my stuff 
takes place on Earth-65, which is Spider-Gwen's main world. Yeah, I just wanted to yeah verify. Yeah, So and there, there'll be brief moments that I talk about Earth-8, which is the future version of Earth-65. Okay. All so, right. we're mostly Earth-65. Okay. And I, I put a note in here, I'm still confused as to why her father was arrested, other than he aided Spider-Gwen at one point. So Frank Castle essentially arrested him. Like that is why mm-hmm. he's in jail. Oh. Okay. So it's it's a pretty flimsy, yeah. pretty flimsy thing to be honest, and kind of annoyed me. Yeah. But, uh, but Murdoch is being pretty manipulative, and honestly, his tactics really seemed weak to me. Like it it, it was a lot of um, tell don't show. So they would tell you how powerful is he is and how great he is, but you never actually saw it on page. Oh, that's obnoxious. Oh. Yeah, so you kind of have to just get by that on this run, but that's mm-hmm. that's whatever. Yeah. Take it at face value. Is that where the point five stars come out? Yes. <laughs> actually, that's a, that's a big part of it is that sure. Murdoch was not as compelling of a villain as I thought he could be. Oh, okay. It's actually the last issue of my 10-issue run that yeah. I even began to really care about him. Oh, yeah, that's not, that's not, uh, that's not where you want to be. No, no. But Harry Osborne's father uh, didn't help him after he got his his um, lizard powers, and they kind of used that fact to make his father feel like shit. And then they revealed that one of um, Harry Father's Harry Osborne's father's uh, scientists has been working with Matt Murdock. Elsa, her name was Elsa, and they were able to figure out a way to remove the lizard formula from Harry's blood. Mm. They essentially expose it to the isotope, and then the isotope will essentially rip itself out of the body, Mm -hmm. and it's a parasite, and it's the venom, because it it attacks the isotope. The thing is, is anyone that this parasite bonds to essentially gets killed right away, unless Mm -hmm. you're immune to the isotope, or you have a healing factor, which Mm -hmm. is how we get Wolverine with the venom later. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And the only other person that's immune to the isotope right now is Spider-Gwen. So, yeah. It's a black ooze. They show it like attacking a rat and the rat going ravenous and then dying. And yeah, like essentially there's multiple venoms. Like as long as they have the formula that was made, anything can be a venom. Mm. So it's a little bit different, but it was all formulated from an alien parasite. Mm -hmm. This is very convoluted at the beginning. So sorry in advance. (laughs) But uh, the plan is that Gwen goes to get Harry and come back back with him and then they can expose him to the isotope and then remove the isotope from harry and give it to gwen because then gwen will get all of her powers back oh okay so that that's kind of how they're tempting her uh it it kind of falls apart if you think about the fact that she has the isotope so she has her powers so murdoch giving her all of this extra power doesn't really make a lot of sense and it doesn't make sense until the 10th issue of this arc. So Okay. I would love to hear it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, essentially his idea is now he gets a new super spider to control. Super spider. Yeah. So Gwen goes uh, with a bunch of ninjas because Matt Murdock controls the hand to go get Harry. But yeah. Harry's been hunted down by a bunch of ninjas, so he doesn't really trust her. But then Wolverine shows up uh, and he works for he- uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. now as a bounty hunter along with Kitty Pride, Yay. who also has cl- claws now. Wait, oh, what? okay. Yeah, so it, it they never show her claws coming out, so I don't know if they're like gauntlets that have claws, but it looks like they come right out of her hand, but sometimes she has them and sometimes she doesn't, hmm. and it doesn't explain huh. it, but I could also see them, like, since she has phase power, she could kind of just move them in and out. I'm not 100% I sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
Gwen chases Harry down and he's scared. And then Gwen tackles Harry. And then Harry tells her that he was running away from Wolverine. So Wolverine shows up and then ninjas uh, get added in and started attacking Wolverine to protect Gwen and Harry. And then Kitty shows up and ambushes everyone. And then Wolverine and Kitty fight for a little while after all the ninjas are gone. So then Gwen and Harry run away and then eventually they catch back up. But then the ninjas show up again and attack them. Hmm. Goddamn ninjas. Yeah. Hmm. We get a little bit more backstory during all of this why Murdoch is giving Gwen the opportunity for power as he already controls her with the isotope. Um, but it's, again, it's very, very weak. It's kind my, of hand wavy. Yeah. Yeah. We also uh, meet Foggy. Oh, hand wavy. Oh, oh, oh hey. <laughs> we also meet up with Foggy again, uh, who's working as a prosecutor. And him and Murdoch essentially make a deal to get the rhino uh freed or like uh, acquitted essentially so then um, the rhino kicks over a a parking meter and gets arrested to go into jail so he gets put into the cell next to Gwen's father so then he can punch the cop as he's being locked in and a- attack Gwen's father and the plan was to kill him slash like hurt him a lot you don't really right. find out why till huh. later but I'll explain it now Just essentially they didn't they didn't want him to testify and preach the good word of spider gwen oh, because uh, then it's more beneficial for murdoch if she remains a villain correct yeah. yes in the public okay. Eye. okay makes sense yes so it that part does make sense but it's a little weird yeah but it's a very specific plan. It's a very specific plan. <laughs> like, well, that, that's the thing is like, it's the same as uh, Zemo's in uh, the Winter Soldier movie where like a sure. lot of things, very specific things have to happen for this plan to work. Mm-hmm. And there's no way for them to control these things happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but eventually Gwen has decided to help Harry instead of turning him into Murdoch. They go on the run. They get hunted down almost immediately by the ninjas and the shield team of Katie and or Kitty and Wolverine. Uh, the lizard keeps getting upset and keeps getting more and more lizard. More t- like he keeps getting hit with like uh, shurikens and stabbed, and Wolverine starts slicing and dicing. And every single time <laughs> that they say that every single time they cut off a little bit of him, more of it grows back as, as the lizard and less and less like Harry. Mm-hmm. So like at the beginning of it, it's like his arm and part of his face is lizard, and by the end of this fight, he's full on lizard. Wow. So it's huh. actually kind of a cool transition of him moving away from Harry into being full on lizard. It's a cool take on his powers too. Yeah, it is. That's it, not typically mm-hmm. how that goes. At no, all. but eventually, uh, Spider Gwen is able to convince Kitty to help out, and Kitty stops Wolverine from cutting off the lizard's head. <laughs> and then Katie phases him into the ground, and then Gwen puts the isotope by the open gashes on his stomach that Wolverine gave him, and it sucks the venom out. Mm. Oh, okay. And then he turns it back into a human. Uh, then we don't see anything for a full issue of them. It, it's a Mary, uh, a Mary Jane's episode. It's literally just fo- following the band. And actually, this was a great issue. I had a lot of fun oh, with this. Okay. It has nothing to do with Spider-Gwen or the Venom, really, at all. Mm-hmm. Other than it has a few scenes with the Watchers. And I don't. I, I think I realize I don't really like the Watchers. I don't either. Yeah, because they're the ones who... They're the like they stand out in the universe and they just they, they just observe watch. but yeah. never interfere. Yeah, it's it's. I always thought it was kind of dumb. There's a lot of stuff were, with this one. Yeah, but, they were in She-Hulk too. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. weird. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the thing is like they were talking about like one of the watchers slacking off and not really like watching what was happening on like, Earth sixty five, and it's like why does it matter point? if you're yeah. not going to observe? If you're, you're just kind of watching anything, for yeah, right? Why? Uh, it's just silly to me. But I said. It also has the Watchers in it, and it kind of hate them for having them around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the the Mary Janes was very fun. Uh, again, not super relevant to the story, but I would recommend reading it. I liked it. Right on. 
But uh, the, we cut finally cut back after a whole issue to the Venom going into Wolverine. Again, he looks real dumb, uh, but it doesn't kill him right away because he has this healing factor. We also get a bunch of backstory on the Wolverine here. And it's very different. Like He's not Earth, a Earth 65's Wolverine. Yes, Earth okay. 65's Wolverine. So it's very different. Um, essentially, he like came around to Japan and then was cursed instead of being oh. a mutant. He was cursed. Uh, apparently, he was a prolific killer and stuff like that. So they cursed him to live a year for every person he's slain and every person he's about to slay. Wow. That's so, kind of cool. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. And then the the Weapon X stuff is similar, but uh, Kitty Pride actually helps in the Weapon X program to get the adamantium into Wolverine's body. Like with their phase powers? Yes. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Not super relevant once again, but I, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, they find out right away, essentially, that sonic powers get rid of the, the venom. They use it on Wolverine. It comes out of him, goes right back into him. He runs away. Eventually, they push the sonic powers out of Wolverine. And it's coming for Gwen, and she has the sonic thing. And she keeps clicking it, like thinking that it will eventually die if it stays outside the body. And it doesn't. and takes her over. Mm. Oh. But yeah. So after Gwen gets infected, Murdoch shows up. And... Right at this moment, it would make a lot of sense for Gwen as Venom to kill Matt Murdock. There's actually a couple moments in here which I, I thought it would make sense for Gwen to kill him, but it doesn't happen any of the places I expect it to be. And this is where she finds out about her father, too. Okay. That like She's been in the dark about him being in the hospital for about four issues. Mm-hmm. So there's been stuff going on with him. Yikes. Again, not super important to the overall arching story. He's in a, like, a coma, right? Correct, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he was essentially beat to death, and then a cop showed up and stopped the rhino. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not super important, to be honest. She cries over her dad, the cops show up again, and then she goes all venom on him and just, like, whoops the shit out of him mm-hmm. and, like, beats the crap out of a detective and then jumps out the window. Oh, damn. Yeah. So then Gwen goes on the hunt. She starts to hunt down pretty much anyone that she can find out that was involved, specifically the rhino, and she just hunts them everything down very violently, essentially mm-hmm. getting into fights unnecessarily, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then the MJs, the Mary Janes, and the Parkers are actually out looking for Gwen because she hasn't been seen for quite a while now. Aww. She like she started missing all the ba- the shows and not going home, and no one had seen her go visit her father or visit him in jail, hasn't shown up to any of the hearings, anything like that. So Gwen eventually finds Murdoch and Rhino together and finds out that they've been working together. Mm-hmm. So uh, she gets there, and then she goes to fight them, and then Murdoch, like, has stolen her watch at some point i don't remember it happening in these 10 issues i think it happened in the last set of issues that i had Mm -hmm. but he like teleports away and he uses the line are you gonna waste this moment trying to stop me and my answer would have been yes (laughs) because he's the one that orchestrated all of this and she knows this now right but instead she fights the rhino and (laughs) priority right it's kind of a typical a little bit of a typical hero storyline so you can let it yeah, let it, let it continue on for a while. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she doesn't kill him like I thought she should. And she fights the rhino instead. The cops show up, and they show up with Frank Castle, even wow. though he's kind of a visual, vigilante again now. It's it's kind of confusing, but he's working with the cops still. Okay. They gas everyone, and Frank Castle kills the rhino. Wow. And Gwen oh, is very upset because she didn't get to kill the rhino. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Gwen uh, runs away. She find like it starts just kind of sulking around the city as gwen but you know still venomy but Gwen, mm-hmm. and she's very hungry so the entire time she has venom it is red 
bubbles with black lettering, which I thought was a pretty cool touch. Yeah. And then it's when it's Gwen talking, it's white backgrounds with red lettering. Okay. So they flip back and forth so you can kind of see who's in control at the moment. So that was kind of cool. But she finds and messes up the Bodega Bandit, who I had mentioned in the previous ones. He is kind of a low-level criminal. Uh, mm. So he, he, one of her more like consistent villains but essentially, it's just a guy that likes to rob places. Mm-hmm. That's all he does. He doesn't have any like special powers. His special power is being super rich, but not actually having any money. So he robs places, and then his dad goes the next day and pays 10 times the price what? of whatever he robbed just so they don't file claims against him. Like, that is his whole thing. That's funny. That's a, yeah. That's so, a waste. Yeah. <laughs> so Gwen almost kills him, but he begs for his life for a while, and she eventually doesn't. She is able to maintain control. Okay. But the main reason that this kind of comes up is... Captain America gets involved after she breaks into a shield prison. Oh, and Captain America is a lady in yes. this one, yep. guys. Yeah, she is a, wow. a black woman. Woo! Let's go. But she this. she breaks into the shield prison to go talk to Cindy Moon. Cindy Moon, who is Silk in this world, oh. and is the one that developed the isotope that made the spider that got her infected and then also got the powers for the lizard. It's all coming oh, okay. back to me. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happened important happens there, but it gets the gets Captain America super involved with everything, which again doesn't come up till the very last issue. <laughs> it it plays a role in my part of it. Okay. If you had read through the to the end, I feel like things would have tied That's in good. a that little makes sense. better for you. Yeah. So Gwen confu- continues her vengeance tour, messing with uh the cop that had uh, allowed Rhino into the cell to attack her father. This one is kind of messed up. So there's a bunch of little venom spiders. Like she can essentially have the venom come off of her and make spiders. And then they, the spiders can talk to the person that they're on. Oh, yeah. I think so, she did that to me. Yeah. So yeah, like, that was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. The I guy like that. freaks out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like. I mean, understandably so. Yeah. No, understandably so. And he's a real shitbag too. You're like, they, they even say that he like in his first like four months had like 16 complaints about him. He was the bottom of the Academy and all this other stuff. And like the review board wanted his badge, but instead of firing them, they put him on desk duty, but let him keep his gun and make him like a cop still. It sounds like a police union to me. (laughs) Oh boy. Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, But eventually she like hangs him from the roof. That's it's kind of her new thing is hanging people from the roof with her like spider webs and the spider webs eventually decay and just drops them. Wow. So she does this. And while she's like talking to this guy, castle shows up. They have a, like a brief scuffle, but castle actually suggests they team up to take Murdoch down. Ooh. Okay. So okay. spider Gwen is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is the, yeah. why do we want to team up? Like we've always been fighting each other. And now he has an Iron Man gauntlet. Hmm. Wait, why? So I think th- this ties back to when Cindy Moon went to Earth 616 and stole all the tech. Oh. That was uh, like in the middle of one of my runs. I think somehow Castle okay. got some of that tech. I, it doesn't explain how he has it, but he has an Iron Man gauntlet now. What mm-hmm. in the world? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Foggy is feeling guilty after helping out Murdoch, but whatever. And then this cop calls uh foggy to try to get help because he was the one that helped him before murdoch's there with him and they send a bunch of uh, ninjas to kill this cop it's mm-hmm. actually a pretty gruesome scene he's like in a, a phone booth and all of a sudden a bunch of knives just like go through the wall and you just see ah! him like all messed up <laughs> oh damn that's intense yeah it's cool <laughs> gwen reveals herself to the mary janes and the parkers so she actually mm-hmm. goes to them and shows her face and shows her powers to them oh mm-hmm 
And the idea behind this is, is she feels like she needs to kill Murdoch, which I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And essentially what she's trying to say is that like the old Gwen needs to die. And she's essentially preparing for the final showdown. So like one of her big things is she's always been super compassionate and like super cool and stuff like that. But to complete this mission, she needs to get rid of that old part of herself and fully embrace Venom. Embrace Gwen the murderer. (laughs) Yeah. We all have a murderer in us somewhere. Just embrace it. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) All right, noted. We're going to delete that part. Nope, not at all. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, Mary Jane of the Mary Janes uh, has been kind of joking around for a long time that uh, Gwen is Spider-Woman. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just kind of like she's always gone. And you never see them in the same <laughs> yeah. room together and like pretty consistently does that. And then she's, you know. Right. She's, she's valid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they say that like, hey, Gwen, you don't need to do this except for Mr. Parker, who's like, no, you definitely you need to do You absolutely should murder. <laughs> yeah. Well, and his idea is like, no, like kill Gwen too. Oh, because oh. sure, sure, sure. he still he still blames mm-hmm. Spider Woman for Peter's death. Oh, I see. So it, it's kind of it's kind of a weird contrast. Uh, Mrs. Parker doesn't really seem to agree with him because mm-hmm. if she cares more for Gwen than a dead person, like it's not mm-hmm. that she doesn't care about Peter, but you know, save the one that is still so, around. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 right. But she she agrees with Mr. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> do murder him. Yeah, yeah. We do want <laughs> vengeance, so. <laughs> If you could do that, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. So we get down. We get uh, a lot of Murdoch's backstory in the next issue here, which I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So we find out that his mother was actually the one that blinded him. <gasps> oh, that's nice. Yeah. So she got. I. I. It doesn't explain it exactly, but it shows her surrounded by a bunch of barrels, like in essentially a pool of chemicals, and she's like blind and can't see anything. And she's like, are you like, are you there, Matt? Like, l- let me see you. And she like puts her hands up and then like runs her fingers across his eyes and he goes blind as well. What the f- <laughs> yeah, what? It, it was very weird. She dies like immediately after that. So she blinds yeah. her son and then dies. Yikes. His father is a boxer who refuses to take a fall f- for a championship fight and wins instead. So he gets shot. What in the world? Yeah. And then Stick shows up. Um, the the master ninja guy that in show trains him in the TV show as well is essentially he's another like kung fu mm-hmm. like martial maybe not kung fu but martial artist mm-hmm. that is highly trained and he's the arch enemy of the hand. Mm. So the um, so Stick and Matt train together. That's how he gets his initial training. But then uh, Stick gets killed with a big old sword, just cut get cut right down the middle. Dang. Fair. So Matt Murdock then joins the hand instead, trains with the hand. It's very vicious. He eventually outgrows the hand and the hand becomes scared of them. So they send him to New York to work with, um, what's his name? Anytime the comic talks about Matt Murdock with the hand and anytime Michael says it now, I just think of like a, like a little Muppet hand. like <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. it, and I can't like. I talked to the hand and yeah. it's like a little hand puppet. <laughs> Put googly eyes on my, my fist. Yeah. yeah, so he out, he outgrows the hand and they send him to New York to be essentially along with the kingpin mm-hmm. uh, a, as a lawyer. But eventually he finds his opening and stabs the kingpin in the back, uh, I think literally, right. and takes over the title of kingpin. Nice. All right. But after he does this, he realizes he's kind of ascended to the top level he, he can do. Uh 
and goes to commit uh, seppuku. 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 Sorry. Seppuku. Seppuku. So essentially a ritual suicide uh, Mm -hmm. uh, that the uh, samurai had done. There, there's other words for it as well. There's different mm-hmm. versions and stuff. So yeah. uh, I think the other popular word is like Harry Carey. Yeah, Harry Carey yeah. is the other one I saw. But oh. he, he then sees, in air quotes, sees Gwen as Spider-Woman mm-hmm. and realizes that there's other people that have great power in this world, like physical like ma- like powers. Mm-hmm. So he decides not to do that. So it actually like shows him like pulling his blade out and like has it uh, like out in front of him about to stab himself in the stomach, and then he sees Gwen. Mm. So he kind of hopes that Gwen, having as much power as she does as well, might understand him more, like how powerful he is so they can kind of bond, which Mm -hmm. obviously she's too good and pure for that. So she like never quite gets to that level, Mm -hmm. right? which is why he wanted to give her the venom power to kind of like corrupt her and bring her over the edge so they could understand each other. I see. (laughs) He's very full of himself that he's that powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, Frank Castle attacks the Matt, the Murdoch Tower or wherever Matt Murdoch is, killing like all of the ninjas. Like there is just like scenes of just dead ninjas everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Frank Castle's got like glass and like shurikens all over his body, and like mm-hmm. he's got the Iron Man gauntlet, and it's just like burning people alive and stuff. It's pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we cut to the Watchers again. So I don't care. So I'm going to skip that. Castle gets to the top and goes to quil- uh, kill Matt Murdock, but then Gwen saves him. Uh, so everyone sees, or like they see that. Murdock escapes her as she's like kind of getting away. So, and then Gwen then webs uh, Castle's Iron Man glove that he's been using to try mm-hmm. to stop him from killing Murdock. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everyone thinks that she is drawing Murdock's side. Right. Like fully. That's not the case. She wants her own vengeance. <laughs> Once again, she it's she's not let, trying to save him. Let me she, kill somebody. she wants to do it. So Matt Murdock like doesn't know what she wants. Right. So yeah. Murdock goes to kill or like shoot at or I'm sorry, Frank Castle goes to shoot at Gwen and then Captain America shows up and blocks it with a shield. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. keeps shooting and then Captain America is just like, you know, stand down like as she steps forward and just whoops the shit out of Frank Castle. Nice. So they like Captain America is trying to talk to Gwen while all of this is happening and says that essentially they can't kill Murdoch because he needs to face justice. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But Gwen uh... is like, Gwen says, and rightfully so that Murdoch controls all of the courts. Like mm-hmm. everyone is in his pocket. So he cannot face justice in this world. Mm. It's just, it just can't happen. Ooh, are they going to take her out of the world? Maybe. Uh, so she, her Captain America and Spider or Gwenum fight, and Gwen straight up just snaps Captain America's arm. Oh, damn. Oh, that's All why. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She had a cast or something in yes. mind, and that was like interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So she just straight up like, and then beats the shit out of her. Like, there's a. Co- I thought they were gonna have her kill Captain America because there's a couple scenes where she's like punching, and it's like the super over dramatic like fist through their back, kind of like where they're like super oh, bent over, yeah. and it like looks like it's stretching. Oh. But she doesn't die. She just whoops the shit out of him. Uh, Spider Gwen grabs on, grabs onto Murdoch and whoops his ass, and then is going to kill him, going as far as to like throw him off the roof. But right at the last second, before she has a chance to actually finish Murdoch off, uh, Murdoch's watch that he had stolen that he used to teleport before, which had been dinging, makes a portal and sucks her through, and that's okay. how my run ends. Oh, 
That's a good and run. she meets she yeah so she sees uh, another Spider Woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good uh, yeah yeah so it was it was a good quick little run. I enjoyed it a lot. So yeah, cool. Like I said, I would probably give it a four point five out of five. If Murdoch was a little good. bit more compelling, I probably would have maybe even given it a five or four point seven five. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they underutilize him so he's in so much of it but like i said he's just but not he's compelling not doing anything no right. like yeah they're they're trying to show him as a puppet master mm-hmm. but i never quite believe mm-hmm. that he has that much power right so i i think it's because you don't see him interacting with anybody yeah um, so yeah. In, in this comic you do you see him interacting with people and mm-hmm. again people are just say they're scared of him but oh, like okay. it never really explains truly why like they give their reasons mm-hmm. but none of it really lives up to the amount of fear that they're showing in my eyes i see so okay i don't know maybe it's just a personal opinion other people could definitely disagree but i really enjoyed it there's some really cool shots of gwenham like so she's all black with like a white trim on her hood and then like red like lashes that come out of her it looks stuff. like teeths and a tongue yeah 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 i, think, yeah, I got a couple shots of that Mm-hmm. Yeah, so her hood's almost like the Venom mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks yeah. cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, any questions or concerns? No. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-mm. Then I think we will pick up with Audrey's right after this quick break. Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us here. So I think we're going to jump right into Audrey's recap after mine here. So I believe you pick up right where I left off. What mm-hmm. do you got? Yeah, I had Spider-Gwen 30 through 34 and then Spider-Geddon 0 through 5 and Spider-Geddon Vault of Spiders 1 through 2. So I kept um, calling it Spider-Gideon. That's because <laughs> I'm dumb. you cannot read. No. <laughs> that, that is, that's fair. You're illiterate. Yes. No, yes. No. Uh, on a podcast where we ex- pretty much exclusively read things. <laughs> I realized that man. I can't read. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, it, it took me a, a second or two because I was like, I had, I really had to say it out loud. I was like, spider, good, get in. Oh, and I was like, like, Armageddon. But <laughs> it, with spiders. But with spiders. Spider. <laughs> a terrifying Armageddon. Truly. Yeah. No, that does sound horrifying. So uh, my spider Gwen, uh, 30, picks up right when i i want to say right after she meets the other spider woman okay um and her and um gwen from 65 and gwen cc from uh universe eight or earth eight is mm. um pretty sure what it's called is so like future essentially gwen stacy's future yeah but it is before they have kids with interesting Mi- with miles morales huh. interesting because earth Kay. 8 should be the universe in which they already have kids okay based on what my previous readings were last time because my... th- that was the one where they had all the pigs that were running around and stuff like that that were from uh, spider ham spider ham oh. gets married and has kids and th- um, may- they have like teenagers almost i'm gonna huh. i'm gonna double check here because in the the universe that she drops into Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker are together and they Ooh. right um and it's like um i i think it's because her time her her watch is kind of malfunctioning so she's traveling in time as well i think so okay interesting um, yeah cuz it says like Gwen Stacy is off the continuum like oh. she she kind of got ejected out 
and um they're <laughs> uh they're kind of crossing over into a couple different realities i think because the art style that they're in is definitely more 60s spider-man okay interesting mm-hmm. and then it's got kind of uh gwen stacy from earth 65 in her kind of like punky um sketchy jagged edges yeah style and it, it's uh it's a good contrast yeah that's cool um so 65 or yeah uh gwen 65 is laying everything out to Gwen Stacy and is like, I need help fixing this watch. I'm going through the worst time ever. And I'm like on a bad path basically. And they try to, uh, Oh, and the watchers are like freaking out because she's jumped out of the continuum. Like she's not where she should be. Um, they try to elicit Reed Richards help. And (laughs) luckily, he has a spider alarm on the outside of his building and it's like, Spider-Man, please leave the building. We're not hiring. Like, go through the proper channel. That's hilarious. Get off my building. <laughs> I really liked it. So it like, it shocks her and she like falls into a dumpster and um, they try, they, they talk some more and they try to... Um, they're like talking through their personal problems about their dads respectively. Gotcha. Because in this universe, Gwen Stacy's dad is already dead. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. So they talk about their dad trauma and then they, um, so they go to find Tony Stark. He's not super, super smart, but he is super rich and he is working with Dr. Pym. Okay. So uh, they are able to like get him the plans for her watch and like the theory for the the time hopping that they do through the web of destiny gotcha okay Mm -hmm. and he's able to help them um kind of in the background the watchers are arguing about in whether they should interfere or not because the choice that gwen stacy is making to kill matt murdoch is not supposed to happen um and they keep arguing about that here and there um a different gwen stacy shows up and she's super cool. I liked her <laughs> a lot. And the spider kids show up too. Spider gotcha. boy and spider girl. So they're in that universe and they want to help Gwen Stacy get back. Um, so the, the spider kids, they, yeah. they are Earth 8 and those are Gwen's children in Earth 8. Yes. Huh. And they are like, they're, they're just kind of hopping around. Okay. Yeah. There's not, for me, it was kind of like confusing because i didn't know what where they were supposed to be because they show up to argue with the watchers and so does spider hand or no 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 the kids show up to argue with the watchers and then older gwen everything about the watchers and this just doesn't make sense they're they're supposed they're supposed to be just watching yeah Mm -hmm. well that's the thing is like yeah yeah what is supposed Mm -hmm. to happen what are you talking about like they have you're observing they they say that they have a grand plan for like the perfect timeline and they're supposed to watch it unfold. Gotcha. And huh. that is it's kind of like they that's one of the things they argue about is like, well, if, if it goes off the rails, it's not going to be worth watching because like, uh, <laughs> you know, everything's going to be messed up. Yeah. And our, our, like, what's the point of serving this perfect machine if it doesn't ever get to exist? It, it's a really dumb 
Yeah, so at one, I didn't like it. Yeah, the watchers at one confusing, point complained that like Earth like sixty five is too dark now and kind of yes. boring to watch. Is one one of was it Utu or something like that? Utua. Utua or, or Uta. Uta. Yeah, like complains that Earth sixty five is boring, so oh, he didn't cool. want to watch it anymore. So he was watching Earth eight, which is the future version of Earth sixty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very what? Yeah, the older Gwen that comes in to also argue with the watchers. She is an older Venom Gwen okay. who has, like, perfectly synced with Venom. And, like, there's supposedly a council of Gwens that, like, <laughs> just hang out and, like, go to brunch and make decisions. That's funny. The yeah. multiverse is just something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets wild. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But basically the point is that uh, Gwen Stacy, who's with Peter Parker, and Gwen Stacy, who's trying to get back to 65, they are working together with Pym and Stark. Gotcha. Um, it flashes back to Captain America and Murdoch arguing. Like, they're trying to resolve. Are they? They're literally just arguing. Like, there's really no point to that conversation. It, it's, ju- it's basically just a catch up. Like, uh, Gwen Stacy's dad in 65 is still in a coma, and Captain America is healing. And uh, she's trying to get Murdoch to, you know, own up to his shit. Um, Hank and, or not Hank, <laughs> Pim and Stark are able to point Gwen Stacy to the place that she needs to jump, basically, to break through one of the weak points in the time continuum uh, that connects it to the other parts of the web. Okay. And it's the fucking bridge where she always fucking dies. She has to <laughs> jump. Like, oh. to, like to that spot and it's like it's a whole thing it's like dude like so many of us have died this way and Ooh. i ha- Ugh. And it's- <laughs> she's like well i guess i'll just do it <laughs> and <laughs> gwenum just doesn't give a shit gwenum's just know if like I'd be doing that. well and she's kind of in that moment like taking charge of her own destiny Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, I'm the only uh, Gwen who's ever jumped on this spot. Everyone else fell and I'm jumping. And it's like, okay, go off, girl. <laughs> like, do your thing. That's funny. So because she jumps to that spot, uh, Gwen Stacy, 65, is ba- able to go back to 65. Okay. Um, and immediately she goes to see Jonah Jameson, J. Jonah, J- J- Jonah Jameson. And she's like, I got a bitchin' story for you, dude. I've got to be honest. I've got to own up to all my shit. Uh, let's do a tell-all. Oh. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's going to sit down with Oprah. Right? Ooh. Basically. And Redemption um, to her. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, she has J. Jonah Jameson write this expose, like, unmasking her. Okay. And it also unmasks Matt Murdock as the, you the, know, the puppet kingpin. master behind yeah. everything. Um. She is. She finally goes to see her dad, um, and Venom releases like little spiders to watch over him, basically. Um, and then she's able to go meet up with the Mary Janes, and she's going to reconcile with them uh, because she. I think she needs their help. Um, she has. She fi- she figured out like a, a plan to get at Matt Murdock. And when she meets the Mary Janes, though, Mary MJ and, oh, gosh, I think her, oh, what is her name? I don't know what her name is. Is it the... With the, with the big hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Betty? Betty? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Is a band member? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's Betty. Yeah, oh, okay. so MJ and, Be- and Betty are in bed together. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So there's there's some sexual ten- tension between them and the Mary Jane's issue that I had. They're going out. Oh, so yeah, because so they fight a lot Ooh. and stuff like that. And after they have a really good show, like they're on the, the they subway. They do a kiss. No, they're oh. not in mine on the subway. They're like, hey, it was a good show. And it's like, yeah, good show to you too. And it's ah! like. It, 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 yeah, it was, it was definitely kind of setting up for it, but nothing actually happened in my anything in my comics. Well, they're in the same bed this time. Ooh, sexy. Right. Can you make a comment about them like hooking up in a closet during nice. one of the concerts in mine? Oh, I love <laughs> That's it. That's great. All right. I thought that was we love to see it. Important. <laughs> um, so uh, Spider Ring goes meets up with them. It flashes over to Murdoch. He it doesn't trust the hand, and he is basically cutting himself off. Like, he's breaking all their agreement agreements with the hand. And the hand is like, you're nothing without us. And he's like, suck it, bitch. <laughs> I, I'm cool on my own, dude. He does use the hand a lot in my comics, so. He does. Um, I mean, I would use a ninja force to my disposal as well that was the thing is so many ninjas got killed in mine i was like how do you just have this many ninjas just around <laughs> mm-hmm. like highly trained like ruthless ninjas just just hanging out yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like everybody's reactions to the expose so like he sees the expose and he's like he's found out so he cuts ties with the hand and then it goes over to the parkers and ben like he makes this comment that I don't know. I don't, I didn't know how to take it. Like he seems super angry. And he says, I, I said, I like, he's talking to aunt may. He's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. May uh, every word I said to her, I meant, and you di- best uh, damn believe I'd say it all again. So I think he isn't liking that she's decided to be both Gwen Stacy and Venom or maybe. Huh. Yeah. Well, cause like, like I said, in mine, he was essentially like kills Gwen Stacy and just become the Venom. Gotcha. Like fully <laughs> embrace it. Essentially. Like if you're going to do it, do it. Don't half ass. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's kind of upset that she's gone. Half assing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> between the well, two <laughs> that she's, <laughs> More, more that I, I want to say it's probably more that she's like a character, like she's doing a character assassination on Gwen Stacy. Okay. Um, and uh, Gwen Stacy shows her powers. It goes back to the band. Gwen Stacy shows her powers to the bandmates. They, um, uh, she's like, you know, I need to figure out how to kill this fucking guy or how to defeat Murdoch. Mm-hmm. She, she has decided to not kill him at this point. Okay. Um. And they figure out a plan and their buddies, uh, what is his name? His like, he's kind of their sound guy, but their sound guy is going to help him out too. Oh, really? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, nothing about a sound guy in any of mine. No. He was in the background of a couple of issues, but okay. he, he's just kind of like their tech dude for their uh, mics. Gotcha. Okay. Um, The Hand and Murdoch are having an all out battle um because he's betrayed them at this point and then during their battle uh uh gwenham <laughs> i can't say yeah gwenham 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 uh drops in and she's like uh, sucks to suck uh <laughs> let me see hold on she's kind of like dude you're slipping you're 
you're making your whole life a mess. Who is um, she saying this to? Matt Murdock. Okay. Like, oh. She she's like you're you're in a shitty situation. Uh, give me back my fucking watch. That's what she wants to get oh, back. Okay. That's the most important part. Is she's trying to get back her teleporter. Right. And um, how she defeats Murdock is so, through sound because he relies on his uh his senses. Yeah. So she like blasts some uh high frequencies and like pretty much in- incapacitates him with that. And she's able to get her watch back. Does that not mess her up as Gwenum? No, no. Interesting. Because he, uh, in this one, it's it said that he planted the idea that sound was harmful to the venom. In like he suggested that to her, uh, but because it was his own weakness. So if she could make him fear his weakness, then she wouldn't use it. You know. Like, Interesting. That's how huh. it was. Because Gwenum was or like Venom was. That's how. It was ripped out of Wolverine. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Okay, of that no, it's it's whatever. <laughs> at all continuity error. Look at us figuring out continuity errors. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, she's Look fine. Look what <laughs> Yeah, she. Uh, it's like you told me the venom feared sound. It was you who planted that in my head. Um, who dared me to test it? Uh, but you were wagging your fear, your weakness in my face. It's so weird because yeah. she saw the sonic powers work against Venom before Murdoch was there. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so weird. I yeah. started w- with no, no, almost no information. Yeah, no, that, that's <laughs> it. I, I'm not blaming you. It's just very strange. It Anyways, is. I yeah. think that's, that's what they do in the movie too. It right? is. They yeah, use like sound waves, so yeah. that's like mm-hmm. kind of the standard for Venom. Yeah, right? fire and like usually sonic waves are like mm-hmm. his weaknesses. It's those high frequencies. Um. But she basically takes back her watch and leaves Murdoch to deal with the hand, you know, again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this point, Gwen is like, hey, I need to face justice for all the shitty stuff I did. Um, and she goes and talks to direct. Uh, what's what's the detective's name? Uh, her father's hair. Pr- her father's partner. Um, yeah. I'm blanking off the top of my head. I did not run into that character. Yeah, she she's kind of around in my comics, but not super duper important. She's the one that actually finds Gwen's father after he's been injured. But but yeah, she basically turns herself in. Um, and then the next issue is her facing a trial and um, kind of dealing with her guilt around her vigilante actions and like the weird dark path that she was going down. Um, okay. And she Hulk is her lawyer. Nice, that's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, We're an tired. angel!" Let's go. And and she was like, "You didn't hire me so you could win, right?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> so, it, I I thought we had oh seen She Hulk previously. She's a professional wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was a scene in one of mine where she's a professional professional wrestler and she took a dive for charity. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, if anyone could beat her, the person would win and the charity would win or something. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's good. Yeah. yeah. No. But once again, bad lawyer. It, yeah. In this one, uh, she hulks like, I'm a lawyer now. And she was like, she was basically just like, I'm not like the best lawyer. <laughs> and, so now Marvel's up but, to three lawyers Foggy, Murdoch, and mm-hmm, She Hulk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Gwen Stacy's basically like, um, she doesn't think that her trial is going to be very fair. Um, 
so she's kind of stacking the deck against herself because she wants to face justice. Okay. Um, and she basically wants to go to prison and like be punished for her crime or mm. for her like bad decisions. Getting a little nihilistic. Yeah. Yikes. And like part of it, like I I get. I don't know. It it seemed weird, but I didn't know what all she had done, I guess. Yeah, like, well, maybe as... it would make more sense if I read everything. Yeah, well, her as Venom, like she did some bad things, but she never actually killed anybody. Yeah, but I huh. think she the point was that she wanted to, and I think that's what she wants. Okay, to... she had guilt over like the thoughts of killing. Yeah, that and that she has like all this power that normal people don't have, so she needs in her mind it was it's kind of like she has an unfair advantage and with her father being who he is with the law, that's also an unfair advantage. So she's, gotcha. yeah, but they do drop the charges for her for killing Peter. Um, cause you know, that was still, that hadn't gone to trial and they, okay. they dropped that. Um, so she's just in jail for the, the lower stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. So she goes to jail and she gets beat the shit. out of her in jail on the reg like nobody in jail likes her she doesn't have any friends the vulture is in the prison and he's kind of uh got his little posse he's kind of like the rule the roost there oh that's you did there (laughs) (laughs) right and uh co-ed prison how progressive of them yeah i i thought so too i was like wow oh and frank castle is in jail again oh wow okay so i don't does that surprise know. anybody? No, it's any not surprising. Point. It just no. didn't happen in mine. <laughs> but she, like, while she's in prison, she she's thinking all these, um, like, <laughs> it's like angsty teen thoughts to me. Okay. Because she's like, all these people in here, like, are never going to see the sun again and blah, 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 blah. I'll be free in like a oh, year boy. or whatever. So, like, <laughs> she's just, she just takes all her beatings. Gotcha. Like, okay um this is her her punishment for getting out before they do right yeah and um she she can still use her venom powers while she's in jail but it hurt like they have a collar on so it hurts like a son of a bitch but she can if she wanted to she could use her powers to defend herself gotcha um she starts to go a little crazy and she kind of beats up titania um and then captain america goes to visit her after a little while and is like, hey, if you come on this shield team, they'll reduce your sentence. And she's like, I'm not gonna do that. I need to fill my I need to serve my time. And I'm like Let me feel my pain. Yikes. <laughs> some, yeah, some weird guilt trippy stuff. Yeah, she she's like they're really hammering home like she's the daughter of a detective, or she's the daughter of a of, of a hero cop. She's um a hero to a lot of people but she's really trying to have justice done and she's like falling on her own sword you know yeah gotcha okay um she finally leaves prison uh her dad is better and he probably has some ptsd probably yeah (laughs) and and like weird feelings about uh gwen being spider woman um and he sees like the little venom spiders in his shoes and stuff. And I thought maybe he was hallucinating, but he confronts Gwen about it and is like, You can stop checking on me with your spiders. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Well, you know, Venom and I like 
we have like venom knows how i feel and i want to protect you so it's kind of not acting on my will gotcha it's acting on her feelings um but they're starting to resolve their uh emotional issues and um they're like they're together after like oh boy it's it's confusing in my brain i had i took benadryl and my brain is not (laughs) working (laughs) so now that she's out of jail she served her time she's you know being authentically herself she will swing around as gwen stacy like she'll just walk on walls and shit like out in public because you know there's no law against it whatever yeah and and she's trying to walk to get some food with her dad and her dad's like don't do that shit like you know keep that shit on lock don't don't do that in public and she's like this is me dad this is me <laughs> venom right? is adolescence <laughs> oh to prison i can do what i want <laughs> right <laughs> and he's like you're making a disgrace of yourself and she's like well some people like me because i am this and he you know eventually they talk it out and they're kind of like well you're my daughter you're my dad me, 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 me. <laughs> um when they when they resolve their issues, um, her dad lets her uh, spider swing him to get corn dogs, and I thought that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> the Mary Janes have a concert; everything's going pretty well with that. And then there's a fire, and Spider Gwen needs to go off and save the day. And everybody in her world now is calling her Spider Gwen. Um, she preferred Spider Woman. But Spider Gwen is sticking, and I like it better. So there's too many Spider Women. So. Mm-hmm, I agree. <laughs> so that's kind of how it ends. She like saves people from uh, from a fire. The firefighters are like, "Oh, thanks, Spider Gwen," and she's like, "What up? <laughs> <laughs> Have it like stay cool." <laughs> so it was all See just, you next it was summer. Just, essentially, it boils down to angsty Gwen goes to jail. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Pretty much. It was a lot of talking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got Spider Geddon or Edge of Spider Geddon. And that was a lot more fun to read, I thought. Um, and it was more like how Ashley's issues, the the last episode were, where each issue was a new spider person. Okay. And okay. So the Edge of Spider Geddon starts off uh, with Spider Punk. It's a Spider-Man with a spiky mohawk, a ripped jean jacket, and like he's got a baseball bat that says um, "Beat on the Brat" on it. Okay, I think right. I liked it. I was like, "Whoa!" Um, So that was cool. It uh, it basically like shows him teaming up with different like punk styled versions of Hulk and um, Captain Anarchy rather than Captain America. Okay. It, no. Right. <laughs> All right. And we stand in our anarchist. <laughs> right. It was super fun. Um, but at the end of his issue, the superior spider comes and like takes him off to, um, you know, to spider get in he's like okay he's like come with me i need help and then it goes to the next episode and it's um penny and her spider machine is going well she has a friend who um wants to get in the robot as well and like fight with her um like help her in her crime fighting so they make uh they have the spider robot with the sim 
engine. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Instead of like a symbiote, it's a sim engine, I think. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Spider and Penny are, are a team. And then Venom with a little um, hashtag instead of the O. And her friend Ash, I think that's her name. Yeah, her name's like oh no, it's Addie. So Addie and Venom, like she wants to, she wants to help fight these monsters with her. But the Venom robot isn't as ready, and it it like absorbs her. And it also, uh, when Aunt May tries to help Addie, it also gets May. So uh, Penny like rips the robot open and and there's no people inside it's just a bunch of ma- machines and she's like how is this possible they're dead and it's like yeah they're they're dead <laughs> um should have thought about this <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um her and uncle ben are fighting uh, about it and spider ham comes in and is like penny am i interrupting <laughs> uh, penny can, figure your shit out let's go <laughs> right basically and, and she like looks at ben and is like i can't stay and he's like no you gotta go save the universe you know it's the spider ham you gotta go with the ham <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought spider ham was gonna be the most mm-hmm. important spider so there was still and then the next issue is um where spider I think they call him Spider Pete and Spider Ben. So it's a like 13 year old uh, Peter Parker. They call him Petey is um, Spider Boy and Ben is alive and he also gets spider powers because of a blood transfusion. Um, And they fight crime for a while. They have their own little tension and uh, then they are both called off to the spider verse. I liked their story. Um, because I, and I think it was because I like the art style. Oh wait, hold on. Do they? This might just be a crossover. I don't think. No, they don't give us away. <laughs> so it's just a little side story with Spider Petey and Spider Ben. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Ooh. Interesting. It was cute. I liked it. It was kind of like so. Uh, Spider Ben, he almost murders a guy, <laughs> and mm. yeah, and then Petey, you know, being like a thirteen-year-old kid, is like, I never would have done that, and. Ben is like, you know, he was trying to kill me. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> and sometimes to protect your family, you might have to kill somebody. But then they decide, no, you don't. You definitely don't. <laughs> unless you do. Unless. Unless you go do. ahead. All right. Who we got next? Mm, next is. Ooh, next is. is Okay. Is Harry Osmond. Osborne. Osborne. The son or the father? The son. The son. What's the father's name? Norman. 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 Okay. The next one is um, Harry Osborne going against his dad. His dad has... So Norman Osborne has made himself this crazy spider suit. And I think he's genetically modified himself to have six arms. And he has the... That's dope. The cosmic cube... Um, and he's trying to, like, he, he has this big super evil plan. Um, Harry comes in. He finds his, um, he finds a green goblin suit. In this universe, uh, Peter Parker has died and left Harry a, a letter that he keeps reading throughout the the storyline. And the last thing is, like, um, you know, if you, it, it, like, if you take down the thing that he's been putting, that Norman's been putting all his money towards, 
um, you'll you'll take him down with it. Like destroy his big project and you'll destroy him. And uh, Harry does that basically. And then Harry does get swooped up at the end. Okay. Um, a bunch of spider portals open and a couple of the, Ooh. Oh, Oh, that's what happened. Okay. So sorry. <laughs> it's very confusing. <laughs> um, so no, Harry blows up the cosmic cube that was powering all of Norman's stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it opens up a bunch of portals in the web and, um, spider punk pulls Norman in his spider form through the portal. So they're they're he's the one that gets collected. Gotcha. Okay. And then it's two little crossover. There's just a couple more little side stories. The Vault of Spiders. It was a fun one. It's just kind of mini sto- stories that are tie-ins. They're from the perspective of Karn and and his like webmaster thing, and he's like Ooh. Time to I like check. Karn. <laughs> Karn's he's, fun. He's yeah. cool. Badass. He's like trying to. Um, he's checking in on different spider people in the universe, and um, in the first one, there is there's the cowboy Spider Man who's the, called the Web Slinger, and it's just a little. Um, <laughs> with anything cool, right? I know. Come I know. On. I feel like you had a whole like. You could have done anything. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to think of a cool one now. Uh, see, that that's always the hardest part for me. <laughs> now I gotta think of something. Right. Anyways, um, it's just a little side story where Web Slinger beats up some vampires, and the next one is a, um, uh, almost a Gundam parody of Spider-Man. So like Spider-Man has a giant robot that he's in it's it's almost um power rangers yeah it, it's kind of it's power rangers yeah because it doesn't transform yeah it's definitely power rangers like he's inside a big old suit beating up um a giant dr doom machine okay <laughs> and he does just that cool <laughs> and then it goes to another spider woman and it's in a different earth where there is a um Peter Parker Memorial Science and Technology Building. The Spider Woman does online spider crime fighting. Okay. So in this world, everybody has like VR headsets and that kind of thing. And it's like very much everything is done online. So she's Spider Woman's online. So it's like Ready Player One, but Spider. It really is. Yeah. And she helps one of her classmates like get their identity back because their identity was stolen. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then we have one more in this. It goes to the Savage Spider, who is like a jungle Spider-Man. He was um, dropped from an airplane. He landed in a huge nest of crazy spiders on this mysterious, like, Jurassic worldy island. And they just bite him for a long, long time and fill him full of venoms until his trial by venom is over. <laughs> and he is now a spider <laughs> with them. That sounds awful. It's very wild (laughs) um but yeah these these ones were just like little side stories um they don't they don't ever go into different they don't get picked up they don't get like scooped you know okay um the second issue it starts with karn again he's looking over different uh spider people to recruit for their um for the spider get in war 
Uh, there is a Spider-Man who is a bunch of spiders in a Spider-Man suit. Okay. And he So when he fell into... So, okay, instead of a spider getting released and, like, biting him, there was a big chamber full of spiders, and he fell through the glass, and the spiders overwhelmed Peter, and now he is one with the spiders, and okay. <laughs> it was it was a lot. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked it. Um, Gwen Stacy is with him, and she's like, don't run from me, Peter, and he's like, you fool, don't you know I'm only spiders i cannot be a man i am only spiders now. i am i'm a thousand spiders in a trench coat like it, it literally the last page of it it's like he's like i am only spider and then you see his suit empty in a in a trash can and like nobody's around and she just like picks up the empty suit it's like it's like oh no the next one is um an Aunt May variation. Uh, so instead of Spider-Man, she's Spider-Ma'am. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. She, has, right. she has a little chef's hat and oh. uh, like a little skirt. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> it's very, very cute. And she, when she beats up the bad guys, she's like, she tells them she says like oh that's nice dear. It's good to have an active fantasy life. <laughs> um Oh gosh, she's so cute though. She she just says like truly precious things. Uh, let me see. Oh, she gets like pulled off um the ground by the vulture and she's like, "Oh, don't worry, loves. I'm fine. Oh my goodness, I'm flying." <laughs> like <laughs> and so while Aunt May is crime fighting, Peter and Ben are kind of in her headset and monitoring the process and um, they can like talk to her and Peter is really worried when she gets pulled off the ground because his webs weren't made to be that strong and Ben goes hey before you share your doom and gloom mute the mic (laughs) (laughs) and she's like oh I'm fine dears it's just very very cute that's fun and then the next one is where what is his name? Okay, I was brainstorming Wild yeah. Wild West names for Spider-Man. <laughs> this whole time. Yeah, basically. Well, I was paying attention, but I was also... PD the Kid, Web Riff, like Sheriff, <laughs> The Lawless Spider. Those are the three I came up with. I was okay, okay. Up with ones, but, okay, okay. All right, all right. Sorry. The, the Web Slinger is still pretty good. <laughs> it is good. I was just thinking about trying to think. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no, no. I, I'll have to think of my own just to see if I can think of anything better. I have so the next Spider-Man. I have no idea who this man is. Okay, he's a detective who's blonde, and, sure, and he's just he's like a police detective, and that's it. They get they get a um uh, a report that there is a hostage situation for a supervillain, and he uh the detective like suits up and then goes out to deal with it, and. It doesn't even like say they don't say what his name is. They don't say what his like thing is. I all right, I sure. If, if they don't say it, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he, a spider person. That's all you. There's so many of these people. Like yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you just stop naming them. At some point, it's just like throw away. Like yeah. We just wanted to write or draw something. 
doesn't matter right we had an idea we never developed it all the way Mm-mm. i feel like it's the same thing you know you know they said that x-men whenever stanley or whoever is writing didn't want to come up with the backstory they just be like that's a mutant i feel like in the same <laughs> thing where they're like oh we want to come up with a new spider-man multiverse right right exactly um i i don't know i almost wonder if this little side story is the prelude to something or maybe i there is something i'm missing All from right. this i yeah. i do not know anything happen um no he goes and fights an electric villain um she blows herself up um and the hostages are okay so he's like um the hostages are like thanks and he's like i'm just doing my job and he goes back to his detective work okay to his Fair to his enough. desk at at the precinct nice Fair easy enough. one yeah and then that's it all right that's good. um overall i would rate the spider gwen story i i feel like i should so i liked it but i it's not one where like i i feel like for the spider gwen run you you do need to read the whole thing yeah just yeah. taking chunks of it is super confusing um so i'm giving it four out of five stars it would have been higher, I think, if I had had the whole chunk. You okay, know? fair, fair. Um, the Edge of Spider Geddon, I liked a lot. Um, probably four and a half because I liked Spider Punk and I liked um seeing different Spider people, and the styles of art changed and were very interesting. Cool. Um, the little Spider side stories, eh, you know, they're fine. They're like a three, it's fine. Solid. So do you pretty um, skippable, honestly. Question for you. I guess a question for the group. Does anyone actually does anything actually happen with Spider Geddon that we see on page with Gwen? Yeah. Okay, they were just collecting spiders? Like nothing happens with them? Wait, did I have Oh, hold on. Did you skip the last episode where Spider Geddon <laughs> happens? Cuz I was just like, why did they collect these spiders? Nothing happens. <laughs> no, no, okay. So Spider Geddon 0 through 5 um I, Zero. It, oh gosh, I'm confused now because I think I read the right stuff, but the the way they're organized is confusing. Oh wait, I didn't have. Oh, I read too much. Okay, so I read the edge of Spider Geddon, which is uh that one through one through five, and then I also read Spider Geddon. <sighs> okay. Yeah, because you didn't need to the edge of Spider Geddon. We just needed Spider Geddon. Oops. It's all good. Whatever. I don't. What happened to Spider Geddon? My brain is frying. Okay, so Spider Geddon, <laughs> zero through five. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, so they are at the edge of Spider Geddon. They've already collected most of the team that they have. They um, let me pull it up real quick. I was very confused. I was yeah. like, I'm so sorry. Nothing actually. Spider Geddon never happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Spider Geddon Zero opens up with, I think, classic Peter Parker, Earth 616. Um, I think. It's like the art is very good. Um, he's fighting a villain. It's very, it's very classic Spider Man. Um, he's fighting this villain called the Tarantula. And he's kind of, yeah. <laughs> he, so he's all like, hey, the copyright. Best we can in- do. Yeah. He's like, hey, copyright infringement. And they're like, lol. Um, and then the superior spider shows up, which is um, o- o- Octavius. So he shows up and is like, you, Spider Man, come with me. Oh, no, Spider Man of Earth 1048. Yeah. Okay. There we go. 
I'm the superior Spider-Man and you're needed for the spider war. And he's like, oh, another impersonator. Okay, I'm going to beat you up. But they resolve their their little tension for a moment. They defeat the tarantula together. And then they go off um, to save the universe. Um, then it jumps to the basically the prison that they have on Earth-1, where the web is. Where And it's a radioactive world. Uh, or no, no, it's the one where they can check in on the radioactive world where the inheritors are being held. So the spider people will go check in on Earth-001. They will send a spider robot into the place where the inheritors are held. Okay. And just see what their condition is. And the more they check, the longer the years go on, the skinnier, the frailer, and like the more kind of feral the inheritors are getting. But the inheritors are collecting all the parts of the spider bots that uh, are being left behind um, because they just destroy the bots when they get there. Yeah. And then it seems like a big oversight. <laughs> right. Which is like, why wouldn't you have that shit self-destruct, dudes? Seems like an oversight. So that that's a little bit of background for how the inheritors um, are eventually released. It goes back to 616. Uh, Doc Ock is the, he's still Dr. Octopus, but he's like a good guy. He is the protector of San Francisco. He defeats an evil Dr. Strange um, from trying to take over his territory. And Doc Ock is like, yeah, I prepare in advance. I'm super cool and smart. And he is. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I actually plan for my villains rather than just react to them. Um, So he has, a whole lab, you know, devoted to super high technology. He has been making clones of himself that he can transfer his consciousness into just in case he dies somehow. Uh, so he can always protect, like, so he can always be the hero of San Francisco. Gotcha. Must be nice. This, right. The spider team that was pulled out of the edge of Spider Geddon and Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy and Spider Woman, not Jessica. A different Spider-Woman. Okay. The one that she meets at the end of mine. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, They go and confront Doc Ock in San Francisco and they're, they're, they're telling him like, hey, we have to destroy your shit. Your science isn't perfect. Uh, they also have a female Dr. Octopus from a different timeline coming in to try and help convince him uh, because his technology for the cloning was technology he used from the inheritors and the inheritors have found a way uh with the technology that they've stolen to hack into his stuff and make their own clones of themselves so they can be reborn gotcha they fight Dang. one of the inheritors bursts out of the cloning chamber and um dr ock is like oh shit i've i failed <sighs> And they're all like, yeah, let's, let us, you have this place rigged to explode, right? And he's like, yeah, I do. But um, eventually, more, uh, two more inheritors are released from the clone tubes. They're kind of, um, it's a race against time to see who can kill who faster. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, all the spider people are able to get away, except for Gwen Stacy, who's stayed behind so she can make sure that the place explodes and that the inheritors are killed with it. Her plan is to portal out with her 
with her watch that she yeah. still has. Mm-hmm. But the building explodes and Gwen Stacy doesn't portal back in. Like she's she's not around. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then the inheritors portal in, fully formed, all five siblings. And they they assume the worst. Like, oh shit, Gwen Stacy died in the blast. Nothing is okay. The inheritors are back and they're going to um, eat all the spiders. Dr. Ock, or Doc Ock, he has decided to become Superior Spider again. And that this time when they confront the inheritors in their spider dead in war, he is going to um, actually kill them rather than just exile them or keep them trapped somewhere. Because, you know, that's not... It's not good enough. Thank God. Um, they go meet up with Karn, and Karn sends them into portals to recruit more spiders. And then Verla, I believe her name is, or Verna, uh, Verna comes and she kills Karn. Okay. So he's dead. I don't know how they keep using the webs after that you know yeah whatever <laughs> they're still around so. yeah so she kills him and then it cuts to gwen stacy and she finds herself on earth 3109 superior spider-man and spider-man of earth 1048 go to warn takuya yamashiro of the inheritors on earth 51778 <laughs> on earth 50101 miles morales and uh paviter uh, Provacar talk to oh gosh that's not how that's pronounced I bet uh, they talk about the superior Spider-Man's uh, group plan to kill the inheritors as they stop some robbers so they talk about their plan to kill the inheritors after they meet up with Spider-Man and Spinneret of Earth 18119 Spider-Ham Silk and uh, Penny Spider I, I don't it's like spider SP slash slash DR. Yeah, it's just spider. I know. I, I want to say it with a funny inflection because it's spelled so funny. Um, and Spider Pete and Spider Ben, which we saw in the side story. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are talks of getting Earth 616 Peter Parker back because he um, was the one who led them to victory the first time. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're all talking about how to destroy the inheritors while Kane's group pursues Verna before she can find the crystal containing Solu's soul. Uh, Octavia has found that Ben Riley has followed them and it, he is familiar with the new U Technologies cloning. The new U Technologies cloning technology. <laughs> that new U Technology is the name <laughs> of the cloning technology. <laughs> Uh, and that su- was the stuff that Superior was using to keep yes. his consciousness? Gotcha. Exactly. Uh, Superior Spider-Man gets a transmission from Miles' group stating that there are... No, Superior Spider-Man <laughs> just like cracks me up. He's he's so pompous. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. Um, they get a transmission from Miles' group stating that they are heading to um, the new U Technologies place. While there, Solu's body is restored as Demos. Bricks, Bora, and Genix await Verna's return with the crystal. As Genix tries to speed up the construction of the body bank, Spider-Ham reports back to the rest of his group. Um, before Miles can uh, detonate the support pe- beams, they are attacked by Bricks, Bora, and Deimos. 
Um, as Bora drains the life uh, force from Miles, um, Spider is advised by Miles to activate the detonators in her suit. Spider reluctantly does this, so until Superior Spider-Man's group arrives, there uh, where a retreat is issued. Spider re- reluctantly does so until Superior Spider-Man's group arrives, where a retreat is issued. After Spider Superior Spider-Man gets analysis on Solo's body bank. Uh, during their retreat, Superior Spider-Man learns that Genix is having a hard time with uh, the new U technology's cloning, and then Norman Osborn of yeah Norman Osborn of Earth four four one four five has a talk with Spider-Man's of Earth one one five eight zero about his vision on the web of life and destiny, as they have a secret strategy to keep the inheritors on Earth six one six. Spider-Woman makes it back to Earth-616 with the crystal containing Solus's life force, and Solus is the father of the Inheritors. Um, unfortunately, she arrives at New U Technologies where she is grabbed by Genix. After being hit by Spider-Woman's Venom Blast, Genix instructs Deimos to share his food with Bricks and Bora. As Deimos starts to feed off of Spider-Woman, she states that she got her powers from a radiation blast, which makes her unpalatable to the Inheritors. Jinx instructs Demos to replace Spider-Woman, uh, to place Spider-Woman in stasis so that Jinx can study her later. Oh, Genix. So that Genix can study her later. Genix <laughs> then uses the crystal in the cloning machine, enabling Solus to live again. Uh, Solus plans to reward his children with a feast like never before. While Meanwhile, on Earth-13, Miles Morales informs Spider-Man of Earth-1048 that his that this world is where the spider army first fought Solus and killed the Enigma Force powered and killed the Enigma Force powered Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man explains to Norman Osborn of Earth 44145 that they are on Earth 13 to analyze the Enigma Force. Spider-Man of Earth 18199 advises Spider-Man of Earth oh god <laughs> of Spider-Man of Earth 1048 to not let Mary Jane get away as Spider-Man of Earth 1048 compares Miles with his world's version of Miles. Spider-Punk of Earth 138. Oh my god, how are we supposed to keep track of all these Earths? It's honestly (laughs) the worst. (laughs) It makes more sense visually just from yeah, just from what oh, I was. Yeah, you should post that for sure. Yeah, just it's like a, yeah. There, there's just so many. Spiders. There are so yeah. many spider people. Like the background in here is just generic spider faces. Like they don't even like bother. They're oh just no, spiders with eyes. I I I thought I I thought I read the wrong thing, and then so I started to read the spider get in thing, and I thought I was reading the wrong thing. That's why I went and read all of the spider edge of the spider get in. They find Klarn dead and the web of life and destiny unguarded. Spider-Man's of Earth 11580 has his spiders eat Karn's corpse. As Norman Osborn of Earth 44145 plans to have no web of life and destiny to keep interdimensional travel from happening. So he wants to destroy the web. Aboard uh, Leopardon, which is the mecha that the like manga spider-man had yeah the one that was like a power ranger yeah superior spider-man's group are analyzing possible recruits uh like spider cop and tyrannosaurus (laughs) it's just a tyrannosaurus (laughs) uh before any new recruits can be obtained the spider watches uh malfunction because of what is happening on loom world 
as Spider's Man of Earth 11580 sends his spiders to different Earths, Norman Osborn of Earth 44145 blows up the web of life and destiny. Back on Leo Pardon, Spider-Man, Superior Spider-Man figures out that someone has trapped them on Earth 161. Oh, no, no. Sir, Earth 616 with the Inheritors as uh, Paviter and Octavia, which is the female Doc yep. work on a way to fix it. Superior Spider-Man takes Ben Riley to the Transamerica Pyramid, where they find that Genix has cobbled together more cloning fats. Superior Spider-Man knocks out Ben Riley and hands him over to the Inheritors as part of a deal that includes Solus sparing Earth 616. Solus agrees to show Earth 616 mercy with no promises towards anyone who displeases the Inheritors. As Superior Spider-Man leaves, the Inheritors close in on an unconscious Ben Riley. Miles Morales is a- able to use the Enigma energy fragments to send out a message as an angered uh, Enigma force arrives. The Enigma Force states that uh, it is a tool to be used for humans who are worthy. When it asks if they have made all unforgivable mistakes, those on Miles' team face their regrets while Miles states that the Inheritors killed a version of Captain Universe from Earth-13. As Solus dismisses Superior Spider-Man, Spider-Man of Earth-1048 is revealed to have secretly followed Superior Spider-Man and thinks that he has betrayed him. Ben Riley awakens as Demos advises Genix to eat him. As Genix starts to feed off Ben Riley's life force, he gets the knowledge of Ben's sacrifice in order to save Spider-Man from Green Goblin, Miles Warren recreating him, and how new U Technologies cloning cloning banks work. The memories start to affect Genix, as Spider-Man of Earth 1048 learns that this was part of Superior Spider-Man's plans. They are attacked by the Inheritors. As Demos goes on the attack, Solus tells him to stand aside as he hasn't fed on a spider yet. Just then, Solus is shot in the back by Miles Morales, who was transformed into Captain Universe by the Enigma Force, as Spider-Punk mentions that Genix has been driven crazy and Verna is missing. The Captain Universe-powered Miles goes on the attack, vowing not to make the same mistake as Spider-Man of Earth-13. Leo Pardon shows up at Nuyu Technologies and Takuya Yamashiro has it transformed until Demos attacks. Superior Spider-Man and Octavia Otto find Spider-Woman and free her from where she mentions that Varna died uh, and frees her where she mentions that Varna dies on Earth 3145. As Superior Spider-Man and Octavia Otto work on reviving Ben Riley, the other spider-powered groups fight the Inheritors. Just then, Spiderling of Earth 18119 arrives with Anya Carazone and Spider-Woman of Earth 982, as Spiderling states that she is a pattern maker. She's a weaver. <laughs> so many spiders. So many. The three Spider-Women use the Web of Life and Destiny fragments to get strong enough to take down Bricks and Bora while Spider-Woman of Earth 982 fights Deimos. Spider-Gwen and her ghost spider alias show up with more spider-powered characters, including the main 616 Spider-Man who defeated Morlin. 616 Spider-Man catches up to Superior Spider-Man and Octavia Otto, who have managed to revive Ben Riley to factory settings, quote-unquote. After some persuasion, Spider-Man, follows, uh, Spider-Man allows Superior Spider-Man to come up with his plan as the Captain Universe-powered Miles 
uses Lepar- uh, Leopardin's sword vigor attack on Solus, Brix, Bora, and Deimos. Later, Superior Spider-Man reveals to the others that he revived the Inheritors as babies, as Spider-Man arranged for the same thing to be done to Moreland so that the so the Inheritors can grow up without abusive parentage and not become supervillains. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you could just not revive them at all. Yeah. Right? You could just kill hear, them? Hear me out. <laughs> now hear me out. <laughs> what if we did murder? Spider-Ma'am takes in the baby Inheritors as foster children, which is adorable. Um <laughs> As every spider-powered character returns to their world, Spider-Woman of Earth-982 mentions that there was no other this time, but Annie tells her there is. On Earth-982, Peter Parker's hand rises from the grave. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man and Miles tell Superior Superior Octopus that he should call them if a threat arises for him, no matter uh, from whence they came. The final scene shows Norman Osborn of Earth 44145 in an unknown location holding a DNA container. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. <Ooh>. Ouch. <laughs> a well, lot a lot of spider people fight together and beat up guys. Yeah, that's really what it boils right. down to. That's All truly right. the message. <laughs> also, uh, raise Hitler as a different baby. <laughs> that that's the other message. It's like raise supervillains in healthy households so they don't become supervillains yeah or you could just <laughs> not have the supervillain at all right nah. yeah oh well silly well thank you for sticking with us listener we'll be back right after this brief break Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us here. And now that we have spider getting over and done with, we're going to move on to Ghost Spider. Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider, and that's going to be with Ashley. What do you got for us, Ashley? Mm-hmm. I've got Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider from 2018. And this is issue 1 through 10. And it is one entire story all in uh, 10 issues, which I enjoyed. It helped me, again, understand linearly. <laughs> so it picks up right after the first section that Audrey talked about after she had like gone to prison and was in jail and is kind of back out now. So issue number one takes place, I would say probably a few months after she's out. It kind of seems like she's, like you said, she's just swinging around town in her regular clothes. Um, She is figuring out kind of who she is now. I feel like she kind of closed part of her story in that first chunk and like everything with Peter with the trial like I feel like she got some closure with that in a way and now she's figuring out like what the heck she's doing and what she wants to be Mm. as spider Gwen spider woman just Gwen Stacy um there's a lot of her kind of inner monologue in this one Mm. but uh spider him shows up kind of right away And he's like, yo, we've got problems with the inheritors. And she's like, great, cool. Let me come help you. So she hops through a portal and she kind of sees them, like the spider people fighting with the inheritors, but she gets sucked away and gets dropped into another world. And she doesn't know what world it is. She's unfamiliar with it. I don't think they actually label it in the comic, Um, but she ends up, fighting a green goblin who is a girl in this world 
Hashtag and girl her boss. costume is really cool. Hashtag girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag villains too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Uh, and we meet Peter in this world. And it's very sweet because she's like, oh, God, I got to meet Peter. And he's going to be like very uncomfortable seeing me. So it's going to be super weird meeting Peter because she knows that in this world, his Gwen has probably died because she also states that like in most of the universes, a lot of the Gwens die. Mm. So it's actually kind of rare for there to be Gwen Stacy's as spider people. Yeah, actually... Like back in the last or last mm-hmm. uh, episode, I had talked about how they said that whenever Gwens get together, it's always a bad thing. Because mm. <laughs> if there's multiple Gwens in one place, they just like they mess things up. Oh no! Yes. Causing all sorts of problems. <laughs> right. So they must die. No. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. They all fall off that bridge, though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she reveals herself to him, and he's like, "Oh, Gwen!" Oh. And that's the end of the first one. <laughs> Emotional whiplash. Yes, yes. So she meets up with Peter to get some help. Um, we find out that this world's spider is Harry Osborne. Oh, cool. And that this world's Gwen was the Green Goblin, but a good guy. Mm. Okay. So Harry and Gwen Weird. team up as superheroes, as Spider-Man and Green Goblin. In like kind of like techie suits, like they look like a regular superhero suit, but they're like more technology based than anything. Gotcha. Okay. And Gwen Goblin, as we're gonna call her, accidentally kills her dad during a battle with Sandman, and she gets distracted because obviously she like she throws one of her little bombs, and like part of a building falls down on him, and so she's like cradling him. She's like, "Uh, Dad, uh, please don't die." And so she's not helping Harry fight Sandman, and Harry dies because <gasps> she doesn't help him against Sandman. Oh, so there's no Spider-Man. Yikes. Mm. Yeah, it's not good. And like because of the trauma, and maybe something goes wrong with her suit, that's she kind of turns bad and is kind of like not with it. And that's why she fought with our Gwen when she first got to that world, because she's kind of a villain right now. Um, Peter asked our Gwen to help fix Goblin Gwen so she Goblin Gwen can help get regular Gwen back to her dimension. Eh? Mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen. We, we need the Gwens to align so they can work together. <laughs> yes. Basically Peter kind of like not blackmails her, but is like, hey if you help me, she can help you, Coolio. And she's like, <laughs> fine. Like she's mad this whole time because she's like, my spider friends are literally dying in another universe. I need to go. Mm-hmm. Because her necklacey bracelet thing is broken, so she can't get back. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this one in this world is like the super smart one who can probably fix it for her. Oh, there you go. And that's the end of issue two. So in issue three, they find Goblin Gwen because regular Gwen recognizes the building where in her universe they have band practice. And she's like, I bet you that's where she's hanging out. This is relatable to me. So they do find <laughs> Goblin Gwen. And she is fighting with our spider Gwen and she's, her dialogue is basically just like her yelling like liar, liar, liar. Like she doesn't like comprehend what's going on. And they, MJ is with them. They have went back and met with MJ because Peter and MJ are together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And they're like, don't hurt her. We have to save her. But like something's obviously wrong. 
but Gwen's trying not to hurt her. But eventually MJ like just steps out into the battle and is like, Gwen, you're better than this. She would never hurt me. And it like works. You know, the power of love fixes her. And she's like, oh, that's and the like magic. This in her face. And she has like this mullet haircut, which I was kind of into. It's the magic of friendship. Yeah, it just <laughs> fixed her suit, I guess. I love that. She was just upset. Okay, she had a bad day. And she fixes Gwen's um, necklace portal. I, it, it was a bracelet before. She was wearing it as a necklace in this one. Oh, okay. Ma- well, it, it kept necklace. getting stolen from her when it was on her wrist. Yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe she switched. I, well, call. it kept getting stolen from her because she kept taking it off and leaving it in her backpack. Oh. It's mm. <laughs> a bad call. It's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a very so bad So a call. necklace is a good idea for her, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it gets fixed. And so she gets to go back to, well, that's the end of issue three. So yeah, she gets to go back to the world where the spiders are fighting, but we don't really see that part. I think this is more like side developy story than the actual like Spider Geddon part. Yeah, of so Spider Geddon happens right here. Mm, <laughs> I see. Yes. <laughs> right in that part, I think. They all fight. Between issues four and five. They all fight forever. <laughs> <laughs> so in number four, we open with Gwen angsty drumming. They're at band practice. She's the drummer. She's being sad about death in general. Again, because there's a lot of death surrounding Gwen Stacy as a character in all the universes, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about Peter, thinking about everybody who died in this whole Spider Geddon, Spider Verse thing that's happened yeah. twice. There's a lot of spiders that die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. There's people that are specifically trying to hunt spiders down and eat them. So. Mm-hmm. They seem to have a lot yeah. of them, anyways. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of Earth, so we can we can thin out some of these spiders. <laughs> we can get a lot more spiders. The the UK spider died in mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I liked him. There will be cannon oh. fodder. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for mentioning that because she is specifically sad about Billy dying. Oh. And I was like, Billy didn't die. I'm confused. <laughs> but now that you say that, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. That does make more sense. And she is like drumming really hard and probably getting off beat like mary jane yells at her because she's the lead singer but she's a bitch she <laughs> is yes she yeah. is she's very that was, self-centered she that was everybody. a common theme mm-hmm. yikes you gotta be a strong lead though in a band <laughs> that's guess. why she's the lead singer i guess uh-huh. but when Gwen is like guitar. drumming and in her own world she sees a vision slash a ghost of billy and she's basically like kind of calls him a ghost kind of calls him not basically saying that like death follows her everywhere that's kind of a theme for this development of hers um she travels to spider noir's earth to tell them that he died in the battle Mm. um she's basically taken on the responsibility of going to the different earths and informing the people that their spiders have died Mm-hmm. which is a it's a pretty heavy responsibility yeah that doesn't yeah. sound like a good time at all no. I, wonder, no. I feel like her like pu- self punishment thing is yeah. still in effect you yeah know? i could see that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely getting those vibes but the cool thing is she does get she makes her outfits match the time periods that she's in which i thought was very cool mm-hmm. I like because that. she I like has that. her symbiote so she can make her outfit look different ways so when she's in Spider Noirs, she gets this really cool like pilot's outfit with like job purse and like the leather helmet with the goggles and like she's so freaking cute and she has like a 
like a curly like 40s hairdo it's really cute so cute she gets a victorian outfit for billy which i didn't know billy was from like the victorian area era that kind of confused me but well i guess so i thought it would have been like frontier american times but i i so he's kind of turn of the century which would be victorian edwardian okay yeah that's okay okay yeah so yeah they end up there to tell billy's people that he's gone and they have a funeral for billy with like all the spiders that can make it and gwen is really broken up about it she kind of goes off by herself to again think about death some more Mm -hmm. all the loss and there's a peter I don't remember if it's 616 Peter. It's a Peter um, kind of hangs out with her. It's like, hey, let's talk about our feelings. Like, Mm -hmm. this really sucks, but it's okay. And Gwen decides to stay in her own world for a while and kind of let go of all of this weight that she's holding on herself. So she decides to stay in her world and kind of let go of things, which I think is good for her because it seems like, especially in previous uh, issues she's been holding on to a lot so good for her this is the therapy episode <laughs> right right <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work through some shit yeah finally she she, she works on herself mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so number five again opens with a band practice um mj yelling at her some more um she meets up with harry for dinner which harry doesn't have his powers anymore and he was working with shield but now he's not okay Okay. information that i have so that kind of checks out i don't know exactly what happened but like in mine harry that's where venom comes from is they rip it out of harry oh yeah yeah for the lizard yeah and uh kitty and wolverine who are working with shield are the last ones that he was with so i could see them taking him back to shield and him working with them for a while right Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, apparently he's not anymore. Okay. He's just kind of regular old Harry. But they go out for dinner, and it's kind of like this weird, like, they're friends, but it's kind of flirty, but I don't know. I think they're just friends. Mm-hmm. Um, She kind of runs off or just leaves and is doing regular Spider-Woman stuff, and she finds a stolen purse for somebody. It's like this girl that I think maybe she had screamed. And so Spider-Gwen was like, ooh, a crime. And it's just a girl that's like, hey, I lost my purse and I don't have my keys to get into my apartment. And Gwen's like, um, can't just like get another key or something. Like you needed to call for a superhero to mm-hmm. fix this for you. She's like, well, you know, if you just see it out on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, you were swinging by. If you find I, my wallet, please call me. I, I thought I would ask. <laughs> But she does. She finds the purse and she brings it back to her and the girl gives her a tip and Gwen is just kind of like, um, thank you. She's kind of weirded out by it at first. Um, but she thinks about it a lot afterwards and she's like, hmm, well, I can't get a job. I have a record. I've mm-hmm. only just graduated high school. I don't have any college experience. Maybe I'll make money. I don't know. Maybe but I'll the very- spider for hair. <laughs> right. Freelance my spider yeah, m- right? abilities. Yeah, well, your intuition is uh, pretty spot on. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) At the very end, we get a glimpse of the bad guy for this kind of storyline, which is the man wolf. Okay, that actually, that's Star God. 
It is? Well, Man-Wolf, oh. man at least yeah. in the She-Hulk stuff, was Star-God. Yeah. Did he have a sword? In green armor? No, he was a blue wolf. Yeah, okay. that's him. That's him. That's him. <laughs> okay, he was like a more of a gangster guy. Interesting. Maybe he is in 65. In yeah. 616, he's literally a god. He's literally a god. Oh, okay. mm. Well, is... he kind of calls himself a god. Wow. So maybe he has he the ego of a god still. Yeah, well, he yeah. was very egotistical yeah. naturally. Yeah, so. no, yeah, because uh, She Hulk and Star God like fucked for a long time. They did. Uh, this is all making sense. <laughs> wow, well, I I understand comics. I don't know. I've, uh, <laughs> I've evolved as a person. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a bad guy, and he kind of has like a gang, and they're just out for you know Spider Friend. They want to get rid of her. In number six, we open with a then and now panel. And in the then pa- panel, Jameson is making a speech about how we won't bow down to vigilantes and how Spider-Woman was so bad and when everyone hated her and stuff. And the now panel being like Jameson again making a speech to like the city, welcoming Spider-Girl, Spider-Woman back. And now that she's paid her debts to society, like we really appreciate it. So it's kind of just like, cool, I guess we're fine now. And again, solidifying the fact that she's just like kind of being herself in the city now and isn't necessarily just like this enigma mm-hmm. of Spider-Woman Interesting. anymore. She took control of the narrative. <laughs> That's right. So she does end up being a spider for hire. She takes up odd jobs for pay. Yay! <laughs> it feels bad that she like can't pay rent because she's with their. I think she's living with her dad right now. Yeah, and she's like, man, being a vigilante doesn't pay. So, <laughs> I mean, I probably mean, not. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. So she has her bandmate Betty set up a website <laughs> to basically get clients. Yay! <laughs> Brilliant. And the man wolf kind of i don't know if he was spying on her or if they like just found the website and they have the idea to like send her off on a bunch of odd jobs to get her to like mess up or be spread too thin so they can defeat her Mm -hmm. but they set her up and they like attack her from behind and she's fighting them and she kind of like whites out and wakes up or comes to later and she's just like on top of the building and she doesn't remember what happened she doesn't remember fighting them. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really know how she got there. So we're just like, okay. <laughs> and the bad guys are like just studying Gwen and like figuring out where she's going and that she's like in a band and all this stuff that they can do now that they know who she is, which is you know, not great. Mm-mm. And that's the end of number six. Number seven, Gwen and Harry go on a date yay but again it's kind of a friend date Hmm. she's it seems like she's accepting these invites from him because one she's really hungry (laughs) her symbiote is like yo feed us and he's got money to buy her food so that's perfect combo (laughs) they're friends she appreciates it but also buy me corn dogs you know Mm, that's true everyone does love a corn dog yeah but they go to this really fancy restaurant and they're kind of like sitting down and talking about like what they're going to eat and you can see in the panels like the people 
in the restaurant are kind of staring at them Mm -hmm. and are making kind of bad faces at them. And a waiter walks up to them and was like, hey, what if you left and didn't (laughs) eat here? Would you consider fucking getting out there's like, no there's yes. no corn dogs on this menu anyway never return no there's always a child's menu with corn dogs that's true that's true um <laughs> soon you can order off that menu charlie your child will be old enough to eat off the the child's menu mm. mm-hmm. you can just get like six plates of corn dogs mm. <laughs> the spider gwen uh-huh. comic book is very into corn dogs though yes i yeah. feel like every time i read a spider gwen there's some kind of corn dog yeah. some, somewhere like that, that in hot, it. Or the dollar dog mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Do, so does Spider-Man have a lot of hot dogs in his, like in Spider-Man? Not that I remember. No? Okay. No, Maybe. Pizza? Or... Yeah, he, mm-hmm. I thought it was pizza, but I could be mixing that up with Ninja Turtles. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so similar. Yeah, very mm-hmm. similar. Basically the same thing. <laughs> Basically I, the same. Hey, I, watched the, I used to watch those at the same time. So. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Spider-Man does have Teenage Mutant Turtle Teenage Mutant Turtle energy. That's true. That yeah. is true. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. fair. So yeah, they ask them to leave and Gwen is obviously upset. She's like, she makes a comparison of like, oh, because I'm a criminal, I'm a superhero now. And he's like, well, we don't like that word. And she's like, what, criminal? Like, you have a bunch of really rich people dining here. You don't think they've done a lot of bad criminal stuff under the table? And That's the, true. the waiter's like, no, hero. Oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> she gets really pissed and runs out of the restaurant and Harry chases her. And she just kind of swings away because, you know, she feels bad. <laughs> and that was a mean thing to say to her on her fancy date with her friend Harry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She kind of has this conflict that like she has chosen to stay in this reality, but it's not choosing her back. And it's still like kind of fighting against her. And like, she just wants to do good things and kind of go back to the way things were, but it's not working for her. And she kind of has to fight against it. Mm. Um, so yeah, she kind of focuses on her uh, spider for hire vibe thing that she's doing. Um, she gets a job and she shows up to a house and it's one of the bad guys. She doesn't know it but he just hires her to like collect some air samples high up or something like random, but it's definitely one of the bad guys and they're keeping tabs on her, but we get a few panels of her just like getting cats out of trees and taking Mm -hmm. selfies. And there's a kid that like is trying to hire her to be his date for like the spring formal. And she's like, no, that's not. (laughs) I love that. I would have done it if I was Spider Gwen. Right? Like, <laughs> sure, I'll go to a prom. Sure, why not? <laughs> spider you prom. Got money. Right? If you got the money and you're gonna buy me dinner, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that yes, I think that he needed to bribe her with food. Yeah, yes. yeah, food. That was his mistake. It's food. Yeah, mm-hmm. corn dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she gets a notification from her website that the police have actually like kind of hired her to do something, and she's like, uh, okay. So she like swings over. And I guess there's been this accident and like an explosion and there are cars stuck and people that need to be saved. And the police were like, we didn't really know what else to do. So we kind of called you. She's like, oh, oh, okay, we don't cool. have like, like this stuff. Right? <laughs> like we don't have a crane. Can you, uh, <laughs> can you get it? Yeah. They're like, man, her dad's going to be really mad. We did this. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yeah, but she just swings in. She saves a little girl and like a dude that's trapped under a car. 
Um, and she just brings them out and they're fine. But she is having headaches, like really bad headaches. And we're kind of getting the vibes that there's something wrong with her symbiote. Mm. And so she's kind of fighting against that while she's saving them because she gets like the pain in her head while she's trying to save them. She's like, no, not now, not now. And she decides that she needs to do something about it because something is wrong. So she asks Harry to help her talk to Dr. Elsa Brock in Osborne. Yeah, so Dr. Elsa was the one that uh, originally came up with the venom serum. That mm. that was the one that like combined the isotope with lizard's blood to make the venom. I see. Oh. Yeah. Science, yeah. science, science. Yeah, science. so that, that ties back science, to my reading. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all coming together. The puzzle pieces are falling in place. Plus two equals four. (laughs) So number eight, again, she talks about these splitting headaches she's having, that some of her little gummy spiders are just falling off on their own and doing their own thing, and they're not really obeying her, which is a problem. Mm -hmm. Um. So her and Harry go to Oscorp and they don't even have a record of Dr. Elsa being there. They like sneak into her uh, um, office and it's like cleaned out there. She's not there. And they're very confused. They're like, we know she's here. She's like, she's got to be here, but uh, she's not. So they're like, um, cool. We got to do something else, I guess. But we kind of have seen change back to brand, band practice. One of the gummy spiders is on MJ and she freaks out and she kind of is like, hey, dude, you got to get your shit together. Like be Gwen and be in the band or be spider woman and do your spider stuff. But so after band practice, again, she's just swinging around and she sees some thieves that she stops and she kind of webs them and it gets a little intense and I think we get a glimpse of Venom Gwen. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Just for a second. That was the vibe I was getting because like the they put like a bunch of shading over her white mask so it's kind of black and then her, the edge of her mask was like jaggedy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that sounds like what she yeah. looked like. Yep. That's Spider Gwen. Venom Gwen. Venom Gwen. <laughs> Venom Gwen. Venom Gwen. <laughs> so yeah, she's kind of, I guess, something's wrong. And she's not her regular self, we can tell. Um, and one of the bad guys picks one of her little gummy spiders off of one of the henchmen that she fought. Because the thieves were, again, the bad guys keeping tabs on her. So the bad guys have one of her gummy spiders to study her. How fucking dare. (laughs) I know. Our baby girl. (laughs) But during one of their concerts, Gwen senses danger with her spider-ness, her spidey senses, and she tries to web the thing that she thinks is going to explode. And she webs over the stage so her band members are okay. But the thing still explodes, like, in the concert venue. Mm. So that's a real bummer. And it just kind of, it just kind of ends with, like, the wall is blown out and there are people laying all over the floor. Mm. And it's a bummer. Yeah, that sounds not great. No. Yeah, so that's kind of like a a definite trigger for her. Because she's like, hey, if you want to beat me up, that's fine. But if you're going to attack my friends, I'm not going to be nice Spider-Gwen anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So we start issue number nine. We figure out the band is safe. She managed to web them in, but Harry is hurt because he was at the concert. And she like brings him out in her arms and she's like, help him, he's hurt. So that was kind of bad for poor Harry. (laughs) She cannot have a love interest. No, not at all. No. I also mm-hmm. found it interesting that her spider sense goes off. You, I have not read she a single time yeah, that her spider sense has gone off. Use her spider sense. Like, it's not a thing that they give her a whole lot yeah. to use. I, I saw, um, like, in the Spider-Geddon one, Miles uses his. Um, I don't know. A couple other spiders use theirs. But, like, she's, she's one of the more rare yeah. ones. Inter- who, I just thought it was interesting. I had it yeah. a lot. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, fair amount. Okay. Well, fair amount, anyways. At least once an issue. Yeah, it's not a ton, but she is kind of weirded out by it because she feels like it's almost going off too much because of the symbiote. So she's like, like a bee sets it off and she's like, what the heck's going on? This is so sensitive. <laughs> it's going to sting me. Yeah. Stingers Danger. But she sends out some of the little gummy spiders to find the bad guys because she's like, I'm fucking done with you guys. I'm finding you now and I'm going to kill you all. Mm-hmm. So she goes to that first scene of the crime where they attacked her from behind and she sends them out to go find them. So she does find them and she fights our man wolf. (laughs) And he's just like this giant blue werewolf, Mm -hmm. basically. And she makes a comment about it like being his fursona and it really made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I should have thought of that. Wow. But yeah, she just webs him up. She defeats him pretty easy i guess i don't know and she goes to visit harry in the hospital he's not looking like super great Hmm. but in issue number 10 she hops to 616 to find some answers for her symbiote that is going whack because she doesn't have any help from harry anymore he's in the hospital Mm -hmm. and when she drops in her powers don't work so she kind of lands in a tree and it's like dang i can't stick to anything (laughs) I feel all weird. And she like looks up Peter in a library <laughs> because she doesn't have any other way to yeah, contact yeah. him. And so she like, I think she can still use her webbing. And so she like lands on top of a building and Peter has been there for like an hour because he has like something set up. If something interdimensional happens, he knows. And so he's like, what took you so long to get here? She's mm-hmm. like, I had to walk <laughs> from the library. <laughs> So they meet up and she kind of tells the whole thing. And her idea is to talk to Eddie Brock in this world. Uh, oh, no, that makes sense. It's the Sandman, right? No, that's the Venom. That's Venom. Oh, that's Venom. Yeah. Wow. That's how, could I for- how could I forget? Yeah, the movie Eddie Brock. Uh, the, the, the best Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Did mo- I see it three times in theaters? I'll never say. Uh, who knows? <laughs> that's good know. What a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so that's her idea is to meet up with him to maybe see if they can help but they end up and they end up in a museum again i think they just heard someone go ah and that's like their cue help, you know <laughs> and we meet the dino swarm wow <laughs> are they tiny bee-sized dinosaurs no, it's Damn a it. swarm of bees that can take over any skeleton and bring the skeleton to life. Oh my god. Huh. Wait, wait, do they become Nazis? 
Oh God. You know, I think they do talk about Nazi bees. <laughs> this was mentioned in a different comic where they fought Nazi bees, and I was like, that sounds completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's all and coming together. They talk together. about like punching the bees, and she makes a comment like. Punching Nazi bees is better than just punching Nazis. And I was like, mm. okay. Explain. But I beg to differ, but, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So her and Peter, they defeat the the swarm. Mm. But they're the swarm is trying to just like steal stuff from the museum. Like there's like a real dinosaur skeleton. And that's what it has taken over to become the dino swarm. <laughs> But they wrap him up and it's fine. And they like come out of the museum and there's like people everywhere and they're like, oh, it's Spider-Man. And ooh, who is this? Another spider person? Because they don't know who she is. We're in our world. <laughs> and she's like, yo, this is my chance. I have my secret identity back. I can name myself at this point. And so she kind of goes over all these thoughts she's had and how death follows her and like the ghost of Billy that she's seen. And she's like, yo. I'm Ghost Spider bitch. What? <laughs> yeah. I was I was wondering where the Ghost Spider thing came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of the origin of that, I guess. This whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I like it. Yeah, she names herself Ghost Spider. Um, she decides that Peter's tests are going to be more accurate than trying to find Eddie, so she kind of doesn't really worry about that. But yeah, I mean, she calls sure. herself the Ghost Spider, and uh, that's the end of number ten. Nice. Nice, nice. And uh, how would you rate this story? Sorry, last time I rated out of 10, and then you guys rated out of 5. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This we time, explain that I'm going to rate out of 5. Excellent, excellent. I, w- I would um... still respect you if you did it out of 10, just to be a rebel. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Do whatever makes you happy. We've been doing half points. Yeah, too, I do a so half point. So like essentially right. my <laughs> quarter points. It's essentially yeah. the same. Yeah I, yeah, I bumped up an entire series by a quarter point one time. Oh my god, that was Ooh. that was earth shaking. <laughs> I would rate this probably like a out of five, like a four point five. I don't know, a Damn. five. I didn't really have anything specific that I didn't like, other than just it being like a section of a story, and not necessarily like an entire story arc it's mostly just her developing and kind of reconciling with some stuff and becoming the ghost spider which i appreciate some cool backstory so i do find it interesting that she more or less has complete control over venom now mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. it seems like at, at least for like a large portion of it at least like obviously it goes a little hair- haywire at the end there but i do find that very interesting because in mind she had no control over it really mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. interesting oh, yeah she's very involved with it in this one she can't like talk to it but she like makes her outfits like all the clothes she wears are just a symbiote at this point all right. ideal honestly um, truly she says she doesn't have to do laundry anymore and it's fabulous oh my god <laughs> that would be what? great that well would be i nice. guess i was like man would she stink or <laughs> i see just wash the symbiote yeah in the shower yeah so Well, thank you so much for that recap, Ashley. We will be back with our last recap right after this quick break. Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us. And we are going to round off the end of our Spider-Gwen run with Charlie doing 
Ghost Spider 2019. Yeah. So Ghost Spider 2019. Uh, mine picks up with Band Practice Classic. Yeah, as, um, as we always do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On Earth 65. Um, we see Ghost Spider because she's not known as uh, Spider Gwen or anything else really. But her identity is known. So now she is attempting to go to school in oh, okay. Earth 616. And so kind of the the whole premise of this is her talking to Peter Parker on Earth 616 and figuring out a plan to go to school so that she can teleport basically throughout the day to both and go to band practice, be with her dad, live her kind of quote unquote normal life and then blink into existence or to this other, the Earth 616 to go to school. Who has the time? Right. (laughs) I suppose it's like an instant, like yeah, it's an instant blink. So it's yeah. not like she's you know waste you know she's not yeah. wasting that time like going between them. So I, I guess I, I should I rephrase: know. who has the energy? <laughs> <laughs> but so we open with, uh, and also at the end of the first one, we have the jackal coming into play. Hmm. Um, he's going to be kind of a central character, her counterpart throughout this whole run. But she's kind of making peace with the fact that she is now known in her Earth. So Earth 65, everybody knows that Gwen Stacy is Ghost Spider. So that's the other reason that she's going to this this school is so gotcha. that she's not known. Okay, that's that like makes kind sense. That's of kind of the preeminent thing. But she's at school and the Jackal is a biology professor. And he's kind of creeping on her and he's in this green form. And mm. he's sending out another student to try and be friends with her to find out where she is and where she's going. Ooh, and bad vibes. Don't like yeah, that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. real like creepy. Is this college or? Yeah, so okay. it's college. Sorry. Oh, For some okay. reason, I like I thought, I high, thought school, high school, and I was like, I know she's like in her twenties, so I don't know how right. they're pulling that one off. No, she's yeah. in college. She's also trying to f- fight crime in back in her universe of so sixty-five. Yeah, so that's the other thing she's trying to do. So she's trying to balance these two lives. Gotcha. Mm. Cool. And a lot of it kind of centered on this, I, I want to say this kind of balance. Okay. And try, trying to make sense of where she was in her life and what she was doing. Two worlds, one family. <laughs> <laughs> but we come back and see that uh, she is making friends with this other person who is working for the Jackal. And she's trying to get this potion or serum i guess serum is better than potion but a (laughs) serum that he's made that she's really obsessed with and wants to figure out and and it's kind of up in the air as to why she wants the serum for a few panels but then she finds out that it's uh it turns her into a big rat looking thing wow and i was gonna say skincare it's (laughs) it's the pixie glow tonic and it's just really good nope nope turns you into a rat thing it's so weird like that was the first thing that happened i was like a rat really like a big rat and then she we're the rats Have you seen that? Oh, no. I will. I'll oh. share it. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm the big rat who makes all of the rules. We'll have to share that on the Facebook group uh, yeah, when this comes out. That. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. And uh, so the jackal is following her around. In addition to the student that he's hired to, it's a very odd situation. All right, sure. In terms of <laughs> what they're trying to get away, but she gets mad at him because it only lasts for an hour. 
So she wants to be a rat longer than an hour? Longer than an hour, apparently. This to, is... to be fair, like that was the same thing with her isotope. It only lasted like an hour and she disliked that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's willing to just like pop some fucking pills to get like powers. Right. Yeah, to get whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Jackal watches her teleport and so he gets this idea to follow her. But she goes and visits her nemesis who is the uh, the man wolf. Mm-hmm. Or no, the the sorry the the gang, yeah, gang member, yeah, Man yeah. Wolf. So mm-hmm. visits him. I the guess hospital. there are other gang members. Also, I did want to point out that Man Wolf in Earth sixty five is John oh. J- Jonah Jameson, oh. which is the same what? as it was in six one six. Yes, mm-hmm. so it is mm-hmm. the same person that is Star God. So we were correct on that. Mm-hmm. Look All at right. look at us ma- knowing things. Wow, tying back to the Ooh. one other character we've done. Who knew? She Hulk was so integral to <laughs> all of She-Hulk? these storylines. <laughs> yeah. I oh, I feel so good about She Hulk. Right, She Hulk is great. <laughs> but so Jackal follows her into her world. So sixty five follows her through the portal from six one six to sixty five, uh, and tries to jump her, jumping somebody else, stopping a crime. Okay, hmm. so counter her countering a crime yeah but instead the criminals take him into custody and they bring him to his version of himself in this this earth okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's all this multiverse yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but so ghost spider comes in stops the fighting and they kind of meet up and talk to each other and it's clear who's in charge here which is the jackal version of him so this green version of him and they get into a fight, they capture Ghost Spider, they tie her down. Um, he basically admits that he is in love with her and is meant to be with ah. her and destined to be Ooh, with her. Stop. This green person. No. no. no, no it's going to be a no. no for me, dog. Take several steps back. Yeah. And so the 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 jackal person from her earth says, oh, this is kind of weird, man. <laughs> he then proceeds to slash his throat. Wow. Oh, okay. Kills him. So he kills himself in his other universe. Wow. So it's like a weird suicide. Crazy. It, it's so weird. Mm. And she's, and, and Ghost Spider is very uh, upset about this because, you know, she feels that he has not gone through the due process and instead is just murdered. Right. Even though he's a bad guy, mm. she has this empathy for him. And she, I think she really cares about justice being done yeah, right? yeah. that was a yeah. big thing mm-hmm. yeah. and that, that was always her thing that's why it was such a stark contrast in mine where she's mm-hmm. like justice cannot be done with kingpin because he yeah. owns the justice system yeah, yeah. but just then like, but then she kind of reverses that shit yeah yeah, yeah. just like batman yeah <laughs> justice yeah. justice anyways wait justice. you ever watch that what can i have a gun injustice <laughs> <laughs> we'll post that on the facebook group as well okay. yes please uh we open up to the next comic with john johnny and sue storm oh, out okay. on a beach Fantastic and form. they are obsessed with social media that's their principle that's their founding I trait st- is that I they love social them. media so they're they're influencers they're even they're worse. absolutely yeah every time they come back up they get worse and see, i hate the fantastic like Four. <laughs> that makes sense for johnny i don't it see does. it as much with sue but johnny well, makes sense for sure I maybe Sue like, is like the mastermind. She's the one well, who yeah. wants all this stuff. I guess I'm thinking six one six, obviously, but mm. yeah, this is uh, sixty five. Okay, so we get a little little uh, butt kicking with some crim- you know, some crime being stopped, and her kind of talking to her dad about this, and he's getting upset because she's there in trouble. But then she's like, "But you're a cop, and you could retire, and you won't do it." <laughs> and we get this 
odd dynamic between father and daughter of you know they're both trying to fight crime but they're both not happy with each other because they're not safe enough it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's this they're trying to out protect each other yeah her father needs yeah. to retire and just collect that pension girl yes mm-hmm. yeah the moment i can retire like, i'm retiring. relax dude right Jeez. Yeah. i don't like working <laughs> right uh so we get into johnny and sue storm and kind of their backstory um in terms of earth 65 because they kind of go through a they talk about how they are different in all these different multiverses and whether they become the fantastic four whether they're you know related to each other in terms of how they how they get together to be the fantastic four Mm. so you know one of them reed richards is a teenage um black kid who plays chess in the park mm-hmm. and in, and it's in the same reality that johnny and sue storm are these social media influencers and that's all they care about that's so it's kind of well so yeah because i had mentioned that uh reed richards was a, a small black child that hung out in the jungle gym a lot that's where him and spider gwen always met up oh that's yeah nice. and this one he plays chess in the park so i guess a little more grown up yeah maybe yes yeah because yeah. like in mine previously he was like 10 or 11 mm-hmm like he's pretty young. Yeah. Like maybe early middle school. But we see uh we see Ghost Spider um kind of creating an online profile because J- Johnny and Sue Storm call her out and say, "Hey, we want you to come out and fight crime with us. You know, we have been gone." Um and I and I apologize I missed this part, but they were gone for 5 years and so they go away. They come back and they they kind of mentioned to her that hey we want to we want to fight crime with you interesting mm-hmm. yeah. okay we want to team up but you got to have an at yeah, yeah. and so, <laughs> so she you need, you need we, a we need to be able to tag you in these photos <laughs> we got to tag right. you in our posts so, so she meets up with the the reed richards of her dimension and talks about it and he says yeah it's kind of weird i've talked to other reed richards mm-hmm. <laughs> it's this odd panel of of her trying to make sense of this fantastic four multiverse interesting okay mm-hmm. okay inside of her multiverse hopping Ugh. yeah it's so messy multiple Every time. fantastic fours is so messy. No. disgusting <laughs> i love how much you hate the fantastic Four. i find them to be the worst and i don't know why i just hate it well it gets better because johnny and sue storm are kind of sketch ah uh, yes okay so they them are as villains sounds fun yeah it Ooh, is yeah. kind of cool so yeah. they um they ask her to meet up and to fight crime and they kind of go out for like this crime fighting spree and as spider ghost is trying or ghost spider excuse me <laughs> is trying to make conversation they're like no origins we're just here to fight crime you know this is all what we're doing tonight and so they do fight crime and they ditch ghost spider while she's fighting the crime and you kind of have this funny panel where she is saying well i guess we're not fighting it together <laughs> but they kind of go into a backstory in the last episode or the last comic that I read. Um, and they talk about how they went to Latvia and they were just going to do like a photo shoot with Victor Von Doom. And he kind of captures them like pseudo capture them for these five years mm-hmm. and gives them their powers and trains them up. And Sue actually becomes Victor Von Doom or wow. Dr. Doom wow. in this universe. Give the girl a cape. Yeah. <laughs> But so they get in, they eventually get into a fight with Ghost Spider and they 
they start to choke her out or sue does starts she puts like a bubble over her head and starts to choke her out damn and johnny gets kind of upset because he said hey we're gonna try and do this peacefully but it all comes down to the fact that they want to be the superheroes in this world and they have no desire for her to join them oh okay so they're just trying to yeah, get her in danger. Yeah, and they're trying to make her out to be the bad guy. Mm. And so they get this video of her um going on social media of her it was kind of you know it's kind of one of those taken out of context videos yeah, yeah, I where gotcha. she was um not really doing a crime but she was doing a drug bust but she had the drugs. Mm-hmm. So they kind of got this this video and they're trying to prove her guilty so that they can take over being the superheroes in this realm. Gotcha. So yeah, because there's not a whole lot of superheroes in this world. No, oh. and they want to increase their social media presence. Of course, so like yeah. a lot of this has to do with them being influencers. Gotcha. But that's the where worst. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Those uh, evil influencers. You need to corner that market. <laughs> But she can't make sense of this, and uh, that's where mine ends. Oh, right. Actually. All right. So. All right. And that, that that pretty much brings us up to present day Spider-Gwen. So we'd mm-hmm. have to essentially start reading stuff that is currently releasing for us to yep. finish off her story. So that's uh, more or less where we're going to leave off with Spider-Gwen. How did you, uh, how'd you feel about that arc? I thought it was great. Uh, four out of five. No question. Um, no, the art was really great um the the johnny and sue storm i didn't see coming at all in Mm. terms of where that was going um and her kind of happened between these multiverses was an interesting kind of twist okay but i really like the the johnny and sue storm um just because they talked about the social media like their obsession with like Mm -hmm. being an influencer and i thought it it was just very funny as somebody who I don't know. Like, social media is fine. Yeah. Well, I do find it interesting that they're bringing in more, like, modern, modern. topics. And it makes mm-hmm. sense. I came out in 2019. So, yeah. like, that that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, overall, it seems pretty good. Let's, uh, let's get some final impressions on Spider-Gwen and where we are now, how we all felt about it, and uh, just kind of do a quick, like final thoughts on it. So, let's, uh, let's lead off with our guest, Ashley. How did you feel about Spider-Gwen overall? Overall, I still love her, obviously. Um, I didn't realize that she pretty much only exists in this like kind of multiverse uh, storylines, which, you know, it makes sense. She's an alternate universe Spider-Man, but I hadn't really put that together, Um, I guess. Had you ever seen the Spider-Man movie where she dies? Where yes, oh, okay, I believe okay. that's what Spider Man three, like the um, the Raimi yes. Spider Man, maybe I, two. I I think it's it's the one with um the the th- what's his name? It's Andrew Garfield. Yeah, right? Andrew Garfield. Oh, that's amazing, Spider Man. Oh, yeah, that's amazing, Spider Man. Does is that not the one where Gwen Stacy dies? That is the one where that Gwen, is yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the second of the three Spider Man that we have now. Gotcha. Okay, but yeah, that that's the one where we get Gwen Stacy's. Pretty much her original story of like she's friends with Peter, they're kind of a, mm-hmm. a love interest, and then she dies because he saves her. Yeah, yeah. Where like her broke her back or broke her neck with his web. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So this is a much cooler uh, mm-hmm. alternate story for her. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> much better off in the end. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, but I love her costume. I love that she's sassy like OG Spider-Man, but a little more introspective and thinking, which I can identify with. But uh, I love her, and y'all should read about her. She's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about you, Audrey? How'd you uh, feel about Spider-Gwen overall? I liked the stuff I could read consecutively. Yes. Um, yes. I, I liked the art. I thought it was interesting and different, and I liked... I liked her characterization and like how they did things differently in Earth 65. Um, the multiverse stuff is just, it's hard for me. I'm, I need to have things laid out very clearly. Yeah. Um, so that's always hard. <laughs> um, but I, I really enjoyed reading more about Gwen Stacy and like where her arc goes. Um, with the whole spider Gwen and ghost spider and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like I, I I enjoyed, um, I really enjoy her characterization. Yeah. Very cool. How about you, Charlie? How, how are your feelings on spider Gwen overall? It was good. I mean, I don't think it was, it was good. I, I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a Spider-Man trope. So like you get kind of the same feels, especially at the multiverse, but, um, she's an interesting character. I think they could have done cooler, Maybe cooler things with her powers or identified some of her uh, unique powers yeah. in terms of what she can do versus regular Spider-Man. So I feel like that would have been kind of cool to explore that like they do with Miles Morales a lot with like yeah. his Venom punch mm-hmm. um, and his invisibility. So they could have gone, I think they could have delved into that a little bit. Um, but when I read like this last read was really good um the first one was kind of chopped up um you know it's with a character like that it's a little harder to get a good sense of her but um i like this ghost barter one it'd be kind of a cool one to keep reading um through present day so yeah for sure. yeah mm-hmm. and uh I-, I probably had the most like consecutive spider gwen like readings out of this whole thing like all of mm-hmm. mine pretty much all involved her mm-hmm. um I-, I do find it tough because there is just so much just spider verse stuff surrounding her at Mm -hmm. all times that Mm -hmm. keeping track of her can be very hard especially in all the readings that we did and i i felt like not a lot of her villains were super compelling no i didn't have any of the inheritor stuff so like i maybe they were more compelling than it came across but like like her biggest (laughs) villain is matt murdoch and like like i said in this this reading is like i just never felt super threatened by him and part Mm -hmm. of that is earth 65 like they even talk about like a lot of the villains in her world are just really like mediocre like yeah general everyday burglars kind of thing so mm-hmm. she her threat level always seems relatively low and it seems a lot more self-reflecting and like the with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. thing it seems to focus on that sort of idea a lot more mm-hmm. and internal struggle rather rather than external yeah and i thought it was interesting um in Earth 65, New York City feels very small. Yes. And it, like, you know, in other Spider-Man, they really use New York as mm-hmm. the backdrop. But I feel like they move away from that a lot. Unless they're mentioning, like, oh, we're going to play Madison Square Garden or, or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I, I think that kind of changes it as well. Like, just because the setting is so different. Yes, I agree. It um, definitely felt like more of, like, a, a medium-sized city rather than New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it might have, some of that might be Earth sixty five just because like the technology is super weird like yeah it, like, like they don't have Tony Stark so it's yeah it it feels more 
I don't know, maybe like 2000s yeah. technology mm-hmm. rather than like, you know, in Earth 616, technology is pretty advanced yeah. at, mm-hmm. at yeah. that timeline. And uh, like bringing that down, I, I actually really enjoyed because you're, you're not getting crazy like, you know, Iron Spider stuff or mm-hmm. like just constant tech of people doing stuff. But at the same time, it, like I said, her stakes felt really low. I feel like I wish they had stuck with the Spider-Woman, Spider-Gwen, and Silk storyline. Oh, I yeah. had a lot of fun with that yeah. one. It, it was a pain in the ass to read just because <laughs> it was a different comic book every single like part of the story. Ugh. But having those three together was a fun balance and just like seeing their different personalities and like it gave someone for Gwen to consistently talk to mm-hmm. rather than like, oh, this is a friend that she goes to when she needs stuff. It's someone that was always around that she was bouncing like witty comments off of and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel like Spider Gwen shines in a group. Yes. You know? Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. But. yeah, I think I definitely had some of the best reading for her, especially that first big chunk with like the Spider-Verse stuff. And she is a very excellent side character. Mm. And I have enjoyed like the stuff that is just about her because they are working towards developing her into a more main character, mm-hmm. which I love. And I love getting to see her. But yeah, I think her thing is she is a really good side character. And again, this overarching multiverse thing, she works in well. Yeah. yeah she does kind of fall a little short as like a main character or yeah, a main storyline like a main protagonist yeah 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 though i i think our lowest rating that we had out of any of these was like a 3.5 or 4 mm-hmm. so like oh sure yeah, yeah. so w- overall mm-hmm. it seems like we really enjoyed it but mm-hmm. yeah. a plus would recommend a read even though it is very confusing to read through <laughs> especially the yeah, yeah some of the stuff you can do it on marvel unlimited and we all did it on marvel unlimited but mm-hmm. they are not laid out in a easily con- like concise reading list no. really which no. makes me wonder what the intention is when marvel releases these side stories that have you know main branches that they're kind of moving off of like are they intending for you to buy all the issues cobble the pieces together and like find those little you yes. know spots 100 like, really? yes oh god so like this is why i don't read marvel yeah so they'll uh, a lot of times they'll release reading lists or uh, like if you're reading one comic on the like the last page of that comic will tell you like oh this story continues in x comic mm-hmm. yeah to have you go buy more comics and that's why they do a lot of these crossovers and stuff like that mm-hmm. is to essentially if you want to understand the storyline which might last. You have to hop around. And yeah, you have to hop around, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like these these arcs might only last six issues. But you got to remember, only these only come out once a month. That's half a year that this arc lasts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's it it can be tough, but yeah. Capitalism it's... ruins the party again. <laughs> right, right. So I think it's time for us to figure out who we will be reading next time. Uh, we'll have a little break in the middle of there with our buddy coming into town. So we'll we'll be reading some other stuff in there at the moment. But overall, our next arc is going to be someone on this list. So, uh, Charlie, you already gave me your number one, which I believe was Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Audrey, who do you think would be your number one? Mm, probably Nightcrawler again. Nightcrawler. So, yeah, we got two Nightcrawlers I, again. I, I, we, keep, we keep trying. We keep trying. <laughs> 
Uh, and I'm going to go with an arc. Uh, I had this on last time with Secret Wars. Oh, yeah. So that, that, that's a nice, concise 10-issue nice. run that we could all read. And there's actually a lot of backstory and a lot of origins that actually branch out of that. Cool. Uh, Charlie, what's your number two? Colossus. Colossus. Ooh. I will read one of them. <laughs> and uh, Audrey, who's your number two? Where? Oh, here's our list. Um. My number two is Hellcat because who nice. the fuck is she? <laughs> right? Yeah, and we'll, we would definitely get some uh, more She-Hulk in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my number two is going to be Moon Knight. Right on. And then, Ashley, who is your pick? My pick is Venom. Ooh, Just right on. skipping a jump from where we already are. Yeah, we, we already had a lot of Venom. And then... But I do be loving it. Right? Venom. And then... Our winner, Melanie, selected Daredevil. Ooh. Cool. Right so, on. so that one would be fun as well. So, Ashley, if you would do us the honor of rolling the dice and then giving us the number. Ooh, very cute. Ooh. What are the colors on that die? It is a sparkly blue and pink D8. Ooh, yes. I love it. I love it. Get ready for the clicky clack sound. Number one. Number wow. one, we got a Nightcrawler. Wow. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yay. Nice, nice, nice. And then I believe our next one, we will also be remo- reviewing a movie. We're going to be doing Captain Marvel next mm-hmm. so for our movie review. Continuing so, the chronological journey. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, I, right now our plan is to have a guest on for that one as well. So that's very exciting. So... I believe that's all we have for you guys this week. Nice. Thank you for sticking with us. This, these were two very long issues or episodes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of spiders to yes, talk I, about. I, I think these two yeah. issues are going to sum up to about four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a lot. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So if you could please review, like, and subscribe, it would be greatly appreciated. If you want to get a hold of us, you can check out our page at characterfirstpod.podbean.com. Or follow us on Twitter at Characterverse or Instagram at Characterverse Pod. We do have that Facebook group now. If you just type in into the Characterverse, you can go ahead and find us there. You can also email us at CharacterversePod at gmail.com. I'm Mike. I'm Audrey. I'm Charlie. And I'm Ashley. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time.